What up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. You're on Why We Serve. With me, as always, Benjamin Lake. I got a real special guest for us today. Um, my longtime friend, buddy, pal, Gus Siebert. Gus. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. My brother from another mother. Thanks for coming down, brother. Happy. Uh, you guys don't know, me and Gus, we've known each other since we were like little, little kids. Went to school around the same area, but... Um, we rode the school bus. <laughs> together we uh we haven't really seen each other a lot in a while but it's always good it's like oh, every time me and him see each other it's a good time um one of the reasons i love talking to you gus is like all the shit we get into like that it's just deeper talks i don't know it's like We've it's been there yeah <laughs> yes dude all these like whether it's like metaphysical state of beings shit to like who's better you know eagles or beetles like yeah. what like whatever we want to talk about it's always uh, a good time so you came all the way down from jeff uh i can't thank you enough man i'm happy to be here you started it saying the good times the first thing that comes to mind all the good times wasted having good times oh, and yeah. that's what it you know it comes down to that you're you're my friend we've been there and it's just one person i could always come get down with and it's you know we break that barrier. It's nice to be with when done your thing. You're back around your your what you know and it's just good to be back around you. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> in the, in Hell the place yeah. where it started, you know? It go, it goes the same for you, man. <laughs> we went off on a separate thing and it's just we're back here. Some things don't skip a beat. <laughs> no. No. Um if you could just describe, you know, to everybody listening cuz people might not know or whatever just a little bit about, you know, where you grew up, a little bit about your childhood, whatever you want to bring up. Um, kind of to the point of, I guess, I guess your early uh, 20s and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. basically from childhood up to that point. Explain mm-hmm. what, what what was going down. Well, in a time not so long ago, in a place not so far away, you know, a lot of stuff happened in between those years. But, you know, really I kind of started my school years here in Vienna and I met some of my best friends like you that are still my friend today. And, you know, you've had Vince on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You've had Fred on the podcast. All all the people I could just name, you know, where you're in the beginnings of it. You're going to get more of those people. And I'm just, I'm happy to, to have been called for one <laughs> of those people, you know. And that's, you could count on me to be there for you on that. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, um, my story in Vienna started very early. I think I was here till about fourth grade. Um, we weren't at the same school together. No, I went to Catholic school. No, nope. you were the badass public school kid. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the public. <laughs> I just I just remember seeing you guys in like we did Boy Scouts, which was yep. like a very loose term for what it was. Yep. <laughs> but like, yep. <clears throat> I would see you at that stuff. Well, yeah, you know, um, I had met Vince in fourth grade. I would say that maybe that's a good place to start. A good story yeah. I have about Vince, just to bring it back maybe. Um, I remember the day Vince came to school, and we were just sitting around. I think it was in Miss Sharp's class, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I had been told that Vince and me might have had family together, and we were kind of cousins or something. Yeah. And I kind of had that idea, which... I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but, you know, we're that close still. Yeah. I walked right up to Vince. I saw him sitting in his desk. I say, hey, man, looks like you like Dragon Ball Z. 
I also like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and then I handed him a stack of magazines that Fred had introduced me to. <laughs> and then the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, dude. If there's one thing I know about you, guys, you got the Goku socks on right now. And, and yeah. Piccolo, bro. Yep. Some things never change. <laughs> that was such like, it, it's such like a critical piece of our era of childhood. <laughs> just because like everybody gets along. I didn't even like watch it that much as a kid. I watched it more in my teenage years. Yep. And it's just like a solid show. Yeah. And everybody loves it. Yeah. I think it, it what it brought me to was, you know, we're just those kids that we kind of have that warrior of light kind of like spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be frank, you know, a lot of us were raised on some very heavy morals, very heavy yes. morals of what are you going to do? What are, what are things going to happen? And, uh, you know, we reciprocated that. And what's cool is that we're all we've always been on that level of you get, you know, it comes right back. It comes right back. And Vince is, you know, and keep saying him, but that's he's one of my best friends that, you know, just like you. Right when I started talking his, his ear off, he started talking mine off. So, mm-hmm. and that was in fourth grade. <laughs> I I heard a quote of like, if you if you're in a room of like five assholes, you're the sixth asshole. Right. But if you're in a room of five like warriors, you're probably a sixth warrior. <laughs> like, amen. When you surround yourself with those people, like you you're only gonna emit more of that, you know, whether good or bad or a combo of both, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a good thing. Yeah. Hey, and one thing about assholes, they're brown, they're all full of shit, and we all have one. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse my language. Oh you're <laughs> dude. There's so many bad things that on here. You're good. Um you went from here to what, Saint E? You're d I don't know. I didn't know if you directly yeah. went over there. Um, really, we bounced. We bounced around a while. Me and my family. We bounced straight into near Belleville, oh. up uh, near Cape Girardeau, mm-hmm. not Bell, Missouri. But I did end up in Bell, Missouri at one point too. Oh, really? Yeah, and I did some school there. It was a great experience. Yeah. Did a lot of run around the streets. But basically, we bounced straight to Belleville with some family, and we stayed there. Started school after Missouri and stayed there for some time i think it was about a couple years maybe and then we made the jump back to vienna there was one moment where we came back to vienna uh-huh. and i was actually living in jefferson city at the time we oh, had moved wow. yeah it was pretty crazy we we moved back and we were in jefferson city and my grandfather at the time and god bless it the people good people at vienna we're letting us come back to the school. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. No, <laughs> no, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. They, we came back. We weren't going to get back into the Jeff City School public system. We didn't know what we were doing. But so we kind of just jumped back into Vienna. And I think that was, I never went to Vienna High. No. Mm-hmm. I don't, so that was very. Because I went there. I went there all four years. I would have, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that was very brief. That's how, and I don't know, like we're talking, I just said fourth grade. And then, you know, that's so, it's that's so cycle, crazy, yeah, yeah. brief. And uh, I think we did, it didn't work out in Vienna again. That wasn't going to work out. So we ended up in Bell. Okay. And we were living in Bell for a while. And we actually stayed in Bell for, I'd like to say, a couple years. Because I still have some people I know from Bell. I had went to the school there, been a part of the school. And that was probably like fifth and sixth grade year. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, I just kind of remember getting into BMXing and skateboarding kind of there. It was where I could, I wouldn't say skateboarding started in Bell. Skateboarding started in Vienna still. Yeah. And 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 biking. You probably know some of the people I can say without name and how oh, yeah, I, re- bicycles I remember, were here. yeah. People were building the chopper was, bikes. Yeah. You, know, you remember what was his name Bobby Silver? Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what I mean. I was just I just ran into a homie at the park the other day and I didn't have to say two things and he was like, "Oh yeah, man." He's like and I was like, "Now look at us." You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Weird. I remember the bikes were like because i mean Same. i was i was still at catholic school so like i didn't see i just saw it and i was like man that's kind of badass all yeah. those kids riding around on little bikes everyone loves it that's what yeah. i mean bicycling bicycling's a big thing like back back in the day i remember doing the whole nine yards strip the bike down wd the chain oh yeah spray paint you gotta figure out how to get the chain back on by rolling it <laughs> all learned that very early yes <laughs> yes and then but yeah we I remember going to Bell and having a little skate crew, but getting really into bicycling because we had a lot of freedom. I always like to say that about my childhood. I had a lot of freedom. Oh, yes. A lot yes. of freedom to do what I wanted. I, you know, I did have some structure. It wasn't necessarily brought on me, but I just kind of had an idea of right from wrong and an, and an idea of freedom. Didn't I, have to worry about the lights going on at night and have to come home. <laughs> no, I don't think we're like a, like, I wouldn't call it latchkey kids. Cause it wasn't like our parent, like my mom was home and stuff, mm. but it's like, they just like, we're like, we trust you go play yeah, like for a long time, yeah. do whatever we were talking about, uh, at work and I, I'm sure you can attest this too. We used to go in the woods with like a BB gun or a 22, just walk around <laughs> yeah. for, for hours. And I'm like, I would never let my kids I do hope. that now. I <laughs> <hope> yeah. <laughs> look, look what I got. Mom. It. It's like four squirrels. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with all you? the birds? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And I, I was real quick, real quick. I was, my dad was like, here, take this. You know, it's a BB gun. I'm like, can I shoot a bird? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, he had friends over. So he's like, yeah, go play. play. I go out of the woods. First thing bird, like from here to that tree over there. It's, it's like 20 yards. Yeah. Shoot it. Bird goes. Yeah. I go grab it. I take it to my dad. He's like, what the fuck? And I hold it up. It's a woodpecker. Yeah. I was oh. supposed to shoot him. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I'm man. sorry. I didn't know. It's a BB gun. Didn't have to worry about killing the mockingbird. Yeah. It probably happened on accident. <laughs> it's, but it's crazy. You know, we look back and we we're like, we thought it was normal. Everybody was just running around <laughs> doing shit. And now you're like. Like Vienna's still pretty yeah. safe, but like yeah. everywhere else, you're like, yeah. I'm not I just took kids a little trip right before I came here. I took a little trip around Vienna town. I always like to do that. Yeah. Shout out Vienna High. The track looks good. Yes. Like that looks. That is really. That made my heart beat. I'm a big track boy, and yeah, coming back to this town, it's great to see that track looking how it looks now. Because I've seen a lot of people run it when it was dirt. <laughs> Dude, I skinned my knee on the freaking. Uh, <laughs> The hurdles yeah. <laughs> on the asphalt. Yeah. It looks great now. Whole different trip, which yes. is good to see that, just to bring it back. But yeah, that's I I would say that freedom comes into a big part with our lives and you know, with your parents, you know, it's it's right there, you know. It's a, uh, apple don't fall far from the tree. But we're <laughs> we're definitely a different little bit of a different cut, but yeah, yeah it's good. No, but the the morals and stuff, it's mm-hmm. all sitting there solid. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think there was a point also, well in Bell, yeah, I had my friends in Bell and then we had done about a year in Owensville. So I went to Owensville for a while 
Mm-hmm. And that's not very known. I still have some oh, friends wow. that I knew from Owensville. Yeah. Did you like it out there? It was cool. It was yeah. a cool trip because when I moved from Bell, oddly enough, um, a friend of mine had made the move exactly when we did. So I got lucky, and it was the kid I used to draw with. Like, I used to draw all the time. Yeah. Like, all that all over my math problems and homework and stuff that I should have been doing. Yeah. But I did <laughs> art, which is awesome. But... um yeah, I had moved in the first day that kid was there. So it was kind of really interesting. Like we were just like, oh, you moved. I moved too. Well, now we're, we're, we're stuck at the hip now. Well, we'd lived there for about a year. And then I think in that year is when we decided to make the jump to Jeff City. And I started um, my f- sixth grade year at Lewis and Clark. Okay. And then I went Lewis and Clark through sixth, seventh, and eighth grade and got really into track and football around that time. Vienna was the was also can't mention Vienna you know, Vienna football. Everyone's gonna hear that. <laughs> I remember signing the petition that was going yeah, around. Yeah, they wanted it to start grade. right. Yeah, wanted to happen again. Well, Jeff City gave me that opportunity. <laughs> how was that? Because I never got that chance. You know, how was football like coming from towns like this to go play? Yeah, humbling. Yeah, very humbling. Yeah, there's some big sixth graders up yeah. in Jeff City. <laughs> there's some boys that were, you know, we're tough. We're yeah. we're country tough, but yeah, you get up there. They're like just brick, brick yeah. shit houses, yeah. dude. It's like that eight seconds, you know, quote, the bull don't care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and the boys are big. Eight and seconds, they're, bro. They're raised on that. Yeah. <laughs> like, straight up. But, yeah, it was a good experience. I was C-team. I have a really cool picture of me running some waters out to the, to the homies. <laughs> and, yeah, everyone loved me. Uh, my favorite number is 33. That was my jersey number. I still remember that. I got that picture. But it was a really cool, cool experience. I had a real cool coach. Um, he knew we were underprivileged kids. Yeah. Because we'd get, you know, I'd have to sit and wait. And right. was always the last one there. Man, you remember just waiting to get picked up? Yep. That shit sucks, yep. dude. That kid. But yeah. that kid often defines a lot more stuff. Time to kind of reflect. And, you know, you get a lot of time to think. Yeah, you have a lot of time in your head. Yeah. Damn. But, yeah, it was a good time. My, um... My brother Johnny, he he's really good. He's really good at football. John John's just naturally gifted, kind of you know at anything. I'd yeah. like to say, and uh, he Johnny was, was naturally gifted. Yeah, Every always, fucking thing he did, he was yeah, so good everything. at. Everything, and still to this day, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, but yeah, I, he played football also in the middle school. And uh, the thing is, is when you're in middle school, you got a few different schools to go to in Jeff City. And mm-hmm. it's not middle school. They were in elementary still. Close. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he had got to make the jump to LC with me one year. But we were separated for a while. Yeah. Because I would take the bus early. He would go to elementary with Coco and Cece, Jesse and Sierra. Yeah. And uh, basically, he had a coach by the name of Coach Tucker. I don't know his name no more. I don't know his full name. But he's just a really awesome dude. One of those guys I still remember to this day. He would pick us up. He started calling. He saw John one day. John was like, he's like, what do you want to do, Johnny? What do you want to do? He's like, I want to run the ball. I want to run the ball. And uh, he was like, you know what? Okay, Johnny, you want to run the ball? I'm going to give you the ball. <laughs> and, yeah, from that day on, he was known as Johnny Five. <laughs> 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 yeah. And that, you know, it's people like that. I like to say those coaches. I had a coach, um, Coach Kishwender. 
He was very, I don't know what he does now, but he was my track coach. He gave me a big opportunity. It was eighth grade year. There were some guys that, you know, twice my size, you know, I'm sure they're Olympics. Like they were, they're amazing guys so fast. And one guy had gotten hurt and it was at, I can't remember the name of the event, but it was basically when we'd go against Thomas Jefferson Mm -hmm. and it was like the big, like, Oh, TJ versus LC day. Yeah. And that guy got hurt and he was just like, you know, Gus, I know you're quick and you know how to turn left. So you're going to run the four by four. (laughs) And lo and behold, um, my late uncle, uh, George Siebert, Mm -hmm. he passed away. He was from this area. Um, but he was a big 400 runner. I'm not sure if his records are still at Vienna High or not. I haven't been there. Yeah. But they, they probably, you know, they might be gone. But because, uh, yeah, there's a lot of fast guys in Vienna. Yeah, <laughs> man, especially for the 400. Mm-hmm. He was known as the Flamin' Maine. <laughs> but uh, basically, um, that was I felt like that was my calling. I always wanted to run the 400 for him. Yeah. And I got that day. And I got the jump right into relay and I ran a relay with these guys and, you know, it just sparked my, sparked my fire for track ever since then. And then, you know, things happened in life and, uh, that's when we ended up moving to St. Elizabeth. Okay. We moved to St. Elizabeth right before I was going to go to Simonson. Simonson's now gone. That was the ninth grade center. Oh, okay. I never heard about that one. Yeah. It's gone. It was around a long time, but it's gone now. And that's where I was going to end up going. And so I went from Jeff City, which is, you know, big school, yes. getting ready to go into Simonson, to St. Elizabeth. And they, when we went to St. Elizabeth, it was summer, I don't, you know, some What, 07, 08? Yeah, something like that? right around then, right yeah. around then, perfect. And, uh, yeah, I remember going from, like, 400 people in my class to 14. And that was kind of humbling. There were only 14 in your class? Yep. Damn, man. Yep, four girls and the rest guys, you know, kind of deal. Yeah. And St. Elizabeth has grown a lot. Their classes vary. Yeah, But it's still very small, very small. Vienna, you know, it grew. I remember, I mean, how it was A and B. It's still pretty small, but Mm -hmm. I think think they vary in amount of kids. I mean, when I graduated, it was 40. Yeah. But I know some classes were 60 Mm -hmm. and then some have been like 35, you know, it stays around that number. And yeah, God bless St. Elizabeth, like that, that community being a part of that, you know, it's one of the schools I still go to today and you just see how much people care there. They really, it's a family. They try to go get that stuff for those kids and that school's great. Yeah. But yeah, I went there I had a little bit of a gusto coming from a big school to a small school, but I was still nervous. I was so scared. Like, I was like, I'm not going to fit in. What, all the stuff, all the nine yeah. yards. I was proven wrong. I found I found my place. Oh, yeah, some dude. Some good friends. And yeah. lo and behold, we ended up crossing paths. I oh, yeah, dude. Everyone, everything worked out perfect. I remember, <laughs> I remember, I can't remember the, I, I don't know if it was at a party or what. But I just remember it was like Johnny and Gus Siebert. And I go, I fucking know that. <laughs> and yeah, Holy shit. It's the same thing when yes. I heard Ben and Vince. Yeah. Where at? What? Oh, we'll take a break real quick. All right, guys, we took a... A nice little break there for a minute, but me and Gus got to catch up about a lot of, lot of shit. Um, we'll dive back in. Gus, you were kind of on, you got to Saney, so I'll let you take the wheel. 
All right. Um, yeah, made it to St. Elizabeth, Missouri. Population one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's It's great. small in Vienna, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's grown. Um, been down there. Like I said, me and my brother do air duct cleaning. We got the privilege and got to be a guest in the school, clean the whole system for the school for the new year starts. And, uh, you know, that's a great community. I can't t- touch on that emu- enough. And, uh, you know, that's 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 kind of where the story began, I could say, with skating, kind of losing that. I think I was going from, we went from Jeff City, the city, quote-unquote, to coming down here to, to St. Elizabeth, not here, but and being a little afraid of lo- losing that metropolitan kind of like being able to skate, going to the country or going doing stuff in the country. Yeah. But, yeah, the country gives you good roots. I luckily had a place to plant some roots, and that's what happened, you know. And then, like, like I said, my past life before that, being blessed knowing you, all my friends, everyone was home, you know, and that's what was great. I got to come back, and it was not skipping a beat yeah we, and we picked up all new again <laughs> yeah dude would you for that for that transition right <clears throat> you you know you said it was a little easier you know you found friends and everything which was great and me you know, i went a little different i wasn't from none of my family's from here obviously and then i went to catholic school and then public school which is it's similar not the wow. same but it's different me and you found our niche we were able to make friends uh in plentiful you know um would but that's not always the case for new kids would you say mm-hmm. that's a major problem out here or is it just the way it is or how, what would you say about it hmm. it's one thing like you said i was lucky to have my friends and i have siblings and we're all really close but yeah sometimes you don't feel that close because there's a lot of lot of families around here that are already really rooted Oh, sorry. We got a we got a guest. Double my, eggs. My daughter showing us double eggs from our chickens. Yeah, got the farmers. That's, that's awesome. Oh, oh, we got four. Yeah, that's good. Hey, with bread you can make eggs in basket. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, eggs in a basket, dude. Good. So good. Yep. Yeah, eggs in a basket. Shout man. out Uncle Corby. We used to eat those all the time, man. In mm-hmm. Colorado, yep. eggs in a basket. That's a good one to have. You yeah, know? that's what it made me think. Though. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um I would say it's kind of you feel a little bit outsiderish. Um luckily, uh I liked sports. Like I said, I had a lot of sports coming from Jeff City that I was like, "Oh, I don't get to do football no more." Yeah. What am I going to do? I don't I've never played baseball. I don't, and I was scared to play basketball cuz everyone's so good at basketball. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know nothing. Yeah, Saint E had good team that yeah. that when we, yeah, were, we were there. Real yeah. good. And uh I never played basketball. I'll say that. I did try to play baseball. I I could run fast. Yeah. That was that was what, what was good, but I was in left field a lot. <laughs> and uh <clears throat> but besides that, um you know, it can be really intimidating for a young man or a young woman coming to a town like that if you don't have those things. Yes. But uh, luckily, like I said, that community was super welcoming to my family. I have nothing but good things to say about that community. That community gave me the roots I needed. 
and it was open arms, open arms and open hearts. And, you know, there's, that's a double edged sword sometimes because you don't you have that. But it also takes too because it's there's all kinds of people out there. You'll learn different things, but you learn that that's just because they have very strong roots. And, yeah. you know, that's what I mean. I have nothing that but good things to say about that. But for any other kid that could be struggling out there, you know, just just really try to find your place and don't don't be too afraid you know it's it's hard growing up and it's a scary thing growing up but there's definitely people out there that want to help and want to be your friend and you know everyone's not blessed with being able to be so open i think i think it stuff now is um kids today are not focused on the stereotypical well is he good at is he or she good at sports or no Mm because if not now yeah. people love intelligence they mm-hmm. love um like this type of stuff content creation you yep. know if they're making good tiktoks and stuff yep. like that uh, i think that gets you a little bit of clout in the schools mm-hmm. maybe not with the parents but with the you other can be kids. the cool kid yeah yeah especially if you know you're just into into you're just you know you know how to make the cool stuff and you like doing it you can or be you can loner. find the good stuff yeah you, know? you can find it and you kind of, you know, you got to be weary of that, obviously. There's stuff you yeah. got to watch out for. But we all yeah. learn. I've had stuff like that told to me my whole life, too. And, you know, it's just got to have good stuff around you. When you're instilled, like you said, with with those good morals and values, or it, you at least understand what's right and wrong in the world, you you can work through that, you know. Mm-hmm. One thing I I hear sometimes, I work at the Boys and Girls Club, and I do part-time work there that's become a major part of my life and like I we were talking on the little break it was it's a lot like when I had the blessing of doing a plus program in high school where you go student teach oh I didn't know you did that we didn't get it yeah 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 and going through that you know that led me into college luckily because I got it yeah but really I remember getting the work with the kindergarten class there and going back to the boys and girls club it's one of those things you know you hear a good kid bad kid in my eyes there's no good you know there's no good kid bad kid there's no bad kid for sure it's just someone that needs a little more attention or you know just needs something that you know there a lot of creative people feel a lot and a lot of times you know it's it's real hard to feel so much and that's what you see a lot of kids nowadays that just have a lot of feelings, a lot of feelings in them. And there's so much going you know, on. They don't there's know so much happening. Yeah. And they don't they look at us and really we grew up right in the cusp of that time. Yeah. So it's really cool that they we can be those people if we want to be. That doesn't mean you have to be. No one writes a book on this stuff. So that's like a very big part. I feel like is just having. That's the part I hate is that people do write books on it. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no, there's no way of understanding if, if how a kid's going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can try, you can try, but everyone's different. And some kids need a bunch of attention. Some kids don't, some kids need you to be tough with them. Mm -hmm. And some kids don't, I'm, you see me, I'm wrangling a basketball team in here and each of my kids is different in how I deal with them, and I struggle every day with it. Like it is. Bless you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I I appreciate it, brother. It's it's so hard though. So like for anyone to go into a classroom and be like, "That's a bad kid." It's like, no, they probably just need to work with work yeah. with a little better. Yeah. They're a kid. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I hold you guys and anyone that I know, especially the the kids that are there and their parents. 
you know, I'm yet to be blessed with that in my life, you know, one day. Yeah. So it be whatever it may be. Yeah. But I'm definitely blessed with it. I've got plenty of people in my life like that. But when, you know, you're, you hear parents like that and yeah, everyone's learning their own way. And a lot of times any kind of parenting you see nowadays, you know, you just see the strong bonds. You see yeah. strong bonds. You see people, everyone's the same. Like everyone doesn't know. You can't say you really know what's up. Yeah. Like you just kind of just bring your heart to the table and this is the best thing you can do. Yeah. And I see that just sitting here, you know. I walked, I, I pulled up here and I knew this is Ben's Lake's house. Like, <laughs> the love is in the air. It's, yeah. It, that and, that and uh, trash and some bikes laying around. Yeah. It's here. No, I appreciate it, man. It's We're trying. Listen to the music. <laughs> um, what would you say the most, because I, you know, I didn't know her very well. But your mother, you know, I knew her when I did talk to her. She was an angel. Um, what what was the best thing she instilled in you as a child that you take with you now that like you take to heart? You ain't got to lie to kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Just be real. I heard her words in the back of my head there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's what I mean. And you better eat it. You better have some, <laughs> better have a sandwich with them chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> but really. Uh, just being real, be weird, be weird, be real, you know, be who you are and, you know, don't, don't pass that judgment on to other people. Try your best. You're not going to be the best at it, but you can be real and, you know, real recognizes real. You don't ever have to worry about that. And love reciprocates like that. Like I've never had anyone. Yeah wish harm or anything like that or even my friends family or foe you know you could say we all have that that great like you know we're all doing the right things for each other as long as you you can keep it real and it's real i can say and i i'm sure everyone knows that my mom misty smith rest in peace you know she's very much a person that could keep it real with anyone yes. and she always rooted for the underdog that's what I was really instilled on, and you know. I, I think you and your brothers and your sister have such a good bullshit meter, of like mm-hmm. you know people that are true, and that's who you levitate towards. Right. And those ones that are clowning or not being true to themselves, you're yeah. like, no, don't, yeah. don't come around. Here. And even those, you know, even those people, like that's what growing up, you'll you go through that you go through it through school whatever school you're going it was whether it's saint elizabeth whether it's jeff c high mm-hmm. 400 to 14 you're going to go through that but if you stick to you and you you know you're real even those people that try to tread on you you know later in life you're going to see how much you still love each other like you really had you shared that common bond and you filled those purposes for each other and that's what i have people that you know i see now that uh, it's hard to say like how our relationship was growing up, but it's really awesome now. Yeah. Like, Cause we got to just be so real <laughs> and yeah, it's a great thing. Like I, and I can tell you firsthand experiences. They look back on the same stuff and they're just so stoked. Like they're just happy and you know, they're, you can say apologies and whatever, you know, however you feel, but it doesn't, it, it's cool that you can be able to not just apologize or something you feel bad for, but it's like, hey, look at us now. Look at us now. Like, yes. 
like that meme or whatever. He's like, look at us, look yeah. at us, look at us. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> That's how it's like. And it's Not cool. me. With that. That's what I say. Just keep it like that. Even if you got to just keep it real with them still and that wall's there, you know, that it's respect. And it's like respect thy neighbor, you know, it's like, you, it's just respect. And it's like, that makes you a wholesome person. Absolutely. Yeah. And I feel that. So you got, you know, you're, you're in high school, you're going through all this, um, what were your plans, your your initial plans, I guess, for after high school? Because I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, me and you, I'm pretty sure we both had way different plans yeah, than how life man. turned out for us. Yeah, man. Oh my goodness, life was coming a hundred miles a minute, and I've only got two feet, no car, no nothing. <laughs> I had a skateboard. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've heard some things back in the past where you know. I'm luckily to have been someone that wanted to chase college. I really wanted to chase college really bad. Something in me was like, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go to college, but I'm going to go. <laughs> like, yeah. it was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how, but I'm going to be there. And I wanted to be there. Um, I don't even think it was necessarily something that I was chasing my educational pursuits or wanting to be something. Cause yeah. what I went to college for, I definitely not i've got some things that i went for that are still with me today but honestly there was something that pulled me towards um just wanting to go home and go hit the road and go you know go meet those people and um i heard it one time in a video where it's like i was i was really intimidated about who i was going to meet if i because i moved right away i moved and i didn't go to msu i didn't go to mizzou you went to st charles right I, it was a uh, jefferson college in Je hillsborough missouri jefferson college okay and yeah it's not they're a little bit apart but yeah it's a it was a four-year year instit institution for a long time and it's got a real good rep and uh it's a two-year university and it's still doing really well it's a great college it's a good college say, yeah, yeah. It's cool and I lived on the dorms there. It's in Hillsboro, mm -hmm. which is like a tiny. Yeah, I'd say it's like Vienna size. Yeah, like not even yeah. a joke. And I'm sure it's grown. Our biggest town is is Festus, right near there. We'd go eat Chinese there, and I'd say <laughs> yeah. it was like kind of like Eldon size. Like you kind of okay, go there yeah. It's like okay, it's a bigger city, N maybe even bigger than Jeff City. It's uh, misquote me, you know. It's definitely big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went there. I didn't know no one. I had no friends. Yeah. I was, like, sitting in my room thinking, like, what have I done? I went out into the great wide open. <laughs> That's scary, dude. Clue. It's scary. Yeah. And, you know, luckily, Lord or whoever, you know, blessed be, I got roomed with the RA there. Um, my oh, good buddy, nice. John McWhorter. We're still friends to this day. I got him on the face page. Um, but yeah, he was the RA and yeah, they just, I was the kid that got there. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was a little arty. I was a little on my own. I had my girlfriend at the time that I was still kind of bound to back home and stuff like that. So I had things that would keep my mind like, home. Oh, I need to be back home, 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 home. But yeah, that wasn't going to happen with the group of friends I got roomed with. Cause yeah, I got my door knocked on and said, Hey, come on out, Gus, let's hang out. And I just got on that real level again. I went out and I'm the kind of person that I have, I try to wear my heart on my sleeve in a way, in an open way. So I went and hung out and I got down with them. Like I said, there's the RA. So we knew everyone, everyone knew him and we Hell had a good yeah. time, Hell nothing yeah. but love. And yeah, I was roomed with another really good buddy, Bobby. Uh, he's an awesome dude, helped me out a lot. Um, still around. And uh, I've got another buddy, Spencer, Spenskies. 
if he's listening he knows who he is love you dude and yeah he's the one we'd go out skating we'd skate 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 and that that brings me back to that point where you know i was that kid that i didn't even really bring my board with me but i was really afraid about my friends but if you it was somewhere you know if you're worried about meeting friends that skateboard opened that door for me yeah. i had not had no worry and that skateboard led me to the people that you know organically helped me be who i was still absolutely and then i learned from them too because yeah i went and did everything else but skateboard yeah 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 <laughs> but you know that's what i mean luckily i had good people somehow i got put in a place where i was even very shy um, a lot of th- one thing people don't know about me, I did cheerleading there. Oh, yeah. yeah you told me about that. I was that. a big yeah. cheerleader. We went to a national comp. Everyone on that cheerleading team I'm still friends with today. We're, they've all started families in their own ways and everyone's doing great as far as I know. And uh, even had it was one of those situations where it's like, here we are. We're like, we're the Jeffco cheerleaders. Yeah. And it was like. Yeah, we were, you know, our basketball team was tough. Jefferson College is, um, they have a girls basketball team. They're tough. They're awesome. They k- killed it. Yeah. And we'd go there as the cheerleading squad. And we were just as tough. <laughs> like, we were a tough bunch. That's yes. A, one of my good buddies, Cody, he was there. We met, and met skating. He was into parkour. Ooh, hardcore. And, yeah, he knew, he knew, and I knew. And I was like, yeah, man, I like to do flips. I like to do that. And he was like, well, let's go to the gym. He's like, have you ever heard of the cheerleading squad? And I was like, no. He's like, well, they got a padded room. And I was <laughs> like, oh, really? And so we'd go there, and we'd learn stunts. And, yeah, we got to the point where we were stunting. We are the stunt guys. We were yeah. the lighter guys. I've got some stuff where I learned a lot of different techniques. All the flips and stuff, right? Yeah, and even getting to where I was working out more with some of the big guys that were the throwers, and I got to learn how to do chair, chair to hands, all the fundamentals. And I had a really great coach, Dave Crump. He was very very close in religion. He'd take us some places, and I wasn't too receptive to that back then. Yeah. But looking back on it now, it's it's those fundamentals and the great foundation that he laid. And yeah, we were, it's crazy thinking about it now, you know, we just meant so much to each other. One of my favorite stories, we were all, we went to Kansas City and we were right across from Arrowhead Stadium and we were staying in this hotel and it was like the budget hotel, like yeah, where a whole yeah. Jeff Coast cheerleading team's there. And uh, we were just all hanging out, waiting for our stuff. And we all just started singing Brown Eyed Girl. And it was like the funniest <laughs> thing where everyone just knew that song. song. And then like all of a sudden the whole, all of us were just singing it, hanging out, being kids and like everyone's just loving it. And that's just, you know, that, that's what I mean. Luckily, Jeffco, or just wanting to go into college, you know, that's it led me into those organic relationships with people because I wanted to, I wanted to be real. I wanted to, you know, I never had that opportunity to go practice gymnastics or, like, learn something. And then when I heard cheerleading, I was like, what? Like, I'm going to have to cheer? Like... Like, I don't know about that, but I learned a lot. And it took me just putting down, being vulnerable to learn that. And yeah. yeah I, we don't really come from a place where you'd be vulnerable. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. And that's... Guards up. I remember you used to talk about that. And I was always like, at first I was like, cheerleading. But then you explained it and you're like, you know, you make sense of it to where it's like, oh yeah, it's just it's I another sport. It, it's I love another it type now. of sport. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yep, sugar and spice, everything nice. Yeah. It's awesome, and that's what it's, you know, it's it was really fun. That's all I can say. And anyone out there wants to get into it, you're going to have a good time. And you can go to college for it. You yeah. You really can. You can get into it, and you can pay your, pay your way. Yep. And I, I hope I hope America's past that, I think, where mm-hmm. it's dudes are 
looked down on sometimes for doing those yeah. like, different types of sports. But I'm like, uh, as my kids get older, I'm like, you know, that type of stuff builds flexibility, endurance, like all this stuff. I'm like, it's literally just like every other sport. It's just different. Like, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And it's, yeah, if you're into it, I was just into parkour. I was the kid that liked to skate and I liked parkour. Then I was like, oh, I see people that do flips and I wanted to learn a little more. Hell yeah. And it's fun. That's all good memories. But that definitely the, I guess the pivotal point of that would be like you saying driving to getting to college or something. It was still that search for the people. And right. I didn't have to search, luckily. Yeah. I didn't have to search. I th- I think the hard part with college is like you get there with this idea of like I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna do something and then you get there and you're like man I don't know if that's what I want to do uh-huh. like, and then you're like well shit yeah and you know for me I don't you you may know some of it about me you know I got kicked out of college but like mm-hmm. um, the lessons I did learn in college did not come from school mm-hmm. the times I went <laughs> but uh, the people. The people you talk to are what make your life a thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's so important to figure out other people and their aspects and you build yourself from that of like, Mm -hmm. okay, that's how they do it. I'm going to maybe figure out some shit about myself or, you know, I don't like that. I'm going to keep to my, how I function Mm -hmm. because I think that's a stronger value. Yeah. You bring that to the table, dude. You definitely do every time, you know, even when we were in college, you know, dad, I didn't finish MSU. Yeah. yeah, never finished. But you know, you got the dropouts keeping kids in school now. You know, yeah. that's how it goes, and that's what's cool. That's that can be cool. That's Kanye West. But yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You no, can definitely you can do that like any day, and you do that. You definitely instill that. You know, education. You care about it in a way, uh, you know, dude. I, I'm a year out from my bachelor's in history right now. Right on. I'm, dude. I'm right there. Breaking kudos. Kill I, that. I love it, and I'm I'm glad I picked a degree. A lot of people in the army they pick um, go that route. However useful it is, I want to pick something that I that I I enjoy, <laughs> and that I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, I got to do something for me, not just to please people. Rock and, and roll, dude. And I'm glad it. While while it may not serve me immediately, it's something that I can take away and use for other stuff, especially military-wise. History is a big thing. But even with these talks with people, um, I'm able to bring up these references. So I understand, you know, college is not perfect. And I would never – now I think – us too. When we were kids, college was pushed so hard. Took the words out of my mouth. Yep. It's so hard, man. It, everybody was like, you know, go to college, pushed. go get a degree, and and do that. And I I hope I think it is people are veering away from that. Of yeah. try trade school. Yep. Try try yep. something online. Try the other all these other there's things. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yes, a lot dude. Of good so stuff. much that you can make six figures, or you can build a stable income off of the beginning mm-hmm. and work your way to something do it better. Your way. Do it something you love mm-hmm. or enjoy at least. Yep. And that's straight up. I know I have a lot of buddies that even, you know, took a young in life or anyone, you know, and it takes being able to do it. You know, you got to be vulnerable at points. You got to do it. Yeah. And don't forget that either, you know, stick by, stick by what you know. Cause yeah, that's what led you there in the first place. Really. Right. It really did. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's straight up. It definitely was pushed a little in a little way. Yeah. It sucks, but. It got us where we are, so I'm not yep. mad about it. Yep, amen. So you got, you know, you get, you did Jeffco. What, what you left Jeffco, right? Yep, I you graduated. You did your two year there, right? Graduated Associates. 2013, got my associates in graphic design, 
and art history. I got a little art history in me. And then I went to Springland. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. when I remember I I hit you up or you hit me up or something, <laughs> yeah. and you were moving down there because because yep. Gus was down there at that point, that right? John, John, or John, yep. or John. You I'm got sorry. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom, Dick, Harry, Larry, Mo. Same. Yeah, <laughs> he was down there already, and you were like, "Dude, I'm coming down." I was like, "Yeah." yeah. My brother Johnny was down there, and we, yes. you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. We linked up. We got a an apartment together. Is I remember that apartment. <laughs> Legendary known as the Brotel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wrap your mind around that. But uh yeah, you know, we went down there, we were doing our thing. It was not skating. I was not skating no. at that yeah, time. You guys really weren't, right? Not then. much. Yeah. I was definitely had my board, but I was not as much. Yeah. And uh that's what we were down there. I was pursuing art. Um and doing our thing, doing all the things you you're just trying to do as a young man. I was probably twenty four. I don't even think I had. You're I think I no, you're probably 21 there. or something. Yeah, right? just moved down there and had you guys around. We jumped in, you know, FIMU. I wasn't a part of the FIMU. Yeah, Alpha but you were clip, there. But I was there and I got to hang around some of the best people and got to know everyone. And yes. luckily, that's a music scene. So, you, you know, you shout know. out. I, I don't talk about this very much. Uh, I guess I never even brought up the podcast. Right. I was I was in FIMU Alpha for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss that. Yeah, it was man. a great bonding experience yeah, with the music. I was never in it. I was felt it with you. Right. Guys. It was music entitled dudes that like a lot of them. I were hope music, they're doing it like they did it. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. Cause it was, Anyone it was listen? hard, but it was like, it was a great experience. And yep. I, I had so many friendships. I, I drifted away from that when I joined the military, Yeah, man. but, uh, they were, they also instilled values of being good to people. They were most of those guys, like 90% of them, pushed values of like being friendships to other and i don't it was that com- i mean the music was a big part of it they you know we had to sing and stuff and it was mm-hmm. that was a whole mm-hmm. other thing mm-hmm. but like the music was a deeper meaning they used to yeah. s- there was this time where we sat in a room and listened to music with the lights off and it was this people picked songs that meant shit to them wow. and they were so fucking deep i still remember montezuma by mm. Fleet Foxes. You ever listen to them? Mm-mm. This very um, alternative, I don't even know what to call it. It was an indie alternative band that mm-hmm. very musically inclined, but cool. the emotions you feel off music sometimes are just so deep yeah. because me and you are used to like hearing, I mean, what? Wh- here's, a, here's a random one. What's mm-hmm. the most um, emotionally powering, empowering song from your childhood? Mm. That's heavy. I don't yeah. know, man. There's a lot of good music. Yeah, out I'm there. trying to think of some. Like. Um, I was thinking about it on the way down because, like I said, I was like, I wasn't coming to the Ben like oh, yeah. podcast without talking music. We got to create a music here. Yeah. We're gonna dive into it. I just wanted to get the backstory yeah. of Gus, uh, uh, but you know, if I could say any, not really young, but when I was in St. Elizabeth, funny enough, and it made me cry the other day hearing it on the radio. Um, our class song was i believe garth brooks not garth brooks tub i don't know if it's uh, tim mcgraw tim mcgraw okay. sorry it's like all the solid same. no yeah. but uh it's it all him same, yeah. and one other guy and uh it was our our my best friend that was one of them oh that was not my pick yeah and i didn't even have a pick i was like oh god it's gonna be country because i was yeah, like, I, was like yeah. I don't know how i felt about it i love it now i'm not right hating um but someone in the class said, dream on. They brought that on. All these lines on my face. 
yeah getting clearer oh my gosh dude that song i heard it the other day and yeah dream on deep song dude dream on people don't realize that that song is so powerful dream on and it's a builder too yeah i love it i love it and that's one i remember i i'm blessed to have that as my senior class yeah i got two senior classes songs (laughs) yeah yeah Dude, ours, and I'll look at both these, the guy that sang it, ours was Tattoos on This Town by Jason Aldean, nice. which we talked about it on the break, the Tattoos on, tattoos on This Town. That. Dude, it's, you leave a mark, yep. whether you want to or not, people know you, because I moved back and people remember me and they, you know, it's a thing. But I also remember Flyover States. Nice. Because after traveling a bit, being around the world, man, you talk to people that are not from here. That's all we are is yeah. flyover states, but there's a whole lot more happening here. That mm-hmm. this 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 area is what makes the world grow. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and you yeah, yeah, that's what it didn't. I don't know how it meant to me back then. No, but no. you know, it just definitely. Back then you're like, yeah. what the? F-? Okay, I then guess that's boom. it. Yeah. yeah, it was good. And that's a, that's a, I can definitely say that those are really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, music I always hear is a it's a language spoken everywhere, just like laughter. You know, it's just something. Yeah. Like some some stuff is funny everywhere. Yeah. It's just funny. Like I think on the Hangover when the monkey's doing the little touchy touchy to himself, everyone starts laughing, and he's like, <laughs> "It's funny to everyone." <laughs> it's like that's true. It's like yes. stuff is just funny. Music is like that. Music is really funny because it's just it goes with everyone, and that's like you know skating. I could say skating has that. Like skating, I always hear from like videos I watch. People like I travel the country. And wherever I go with this, it's the same language. It's the same yeah. thing. Music, and but music, I heard that first. Music is definitely. I like goes music a lot better. Yeah, it transcends everyone, time, space, and it can. Because humor's a little tougher because yeah. there's a lot of things, nuances, and stuff yeah. to it. But I see with music, I can. If you put on a banger, if you put on, we we're talking about Queen. You mm-hmm. know, we will rock yeah. you. Boom, boom, clap. It's boom, boom, every, clap. Yeah. Everyone loves it. They yeah. were playing sold out stadiums everywhere with that shit. Yeah, like it's it's beautiful. It man. is. It is, and that's we are the champions. Yes, like, we yes. Rock you. It's like yeah, it's about it. I, I uh, there's a dude. I can't. I don't know if I can play music on here. I'll play it to you later. There's mm-hmm. a dude I found. His name's Larry Fleet, hmm. and a uh, country dude, real real Southern roots guy kind of guy. His song's called Working Man, and Danielle nice. sends it to me all the time. Nice. And, and it, dude, it's, it, it almost made, I'm driving to work at three in the morning, and dude's talking about, you know, I get up, coffee before everybody's up, <laughs> I go to work, I come home, I say goodnight to the kids. Real deal. I do it all over. He's like, you know, I know you're tired, I know you're hurting, I know you're beat down and alone, uh, bills to pay, the smiling faces, uh, waiting on you at home. Uh, oh, I can't remember the rest of the lyrics. Mm-hmm, perfect, mm-hmm, but he, mm-hmm. but you know, ain't it working, working man? Yep. And I'm like, that speaks to so many fucking people. Of like, uh, you've seen the clips of that new guy, right? Rich man in Richmond, mm-hmm. Oliver Anthony. You Maybe. heard that dude? Maybe. He it, it because people were talking about the Jason Aldean one. Try that mm-hmm. in a small town. It's mm-hmm. like it's like come on, it's, yeah. okay, calm down. Yeah. Like it's whatever. This dude, he's talking about you know the rich guys know everything. My my point being with the music, it speaks on a level that a speech and stuff doesn't. Like yep. it hits people. Transcends. Yes. Yep. yep. Um that's where yeah, and I could say, you know, I 
it'd been nice to be a music major because that's what we were around. Yes. I was around a lot of music majors. Let me just say it, Dakota Williamson. That was yeah, he's storyteller. Best friend, storyteller four one seven. Shout yes. out, check him out. He's on it still. He'll be on it forever. And yeah, uh, Johnny Siebert, my brother. They are both on Five U Alpha along here with Ben. And I stumbled into there because I wanted to go see House Band. And House, House Band, Band you, you just should have been there. Oh, <laughs> you just should have been there. What a good time, That's dude. That's what I mean. I hope, you're, I hope whoever's Dan Winehouse around, just yeah. crushing it. Mm-hmm. All those guys, I follow a lot of them. They're all doing it. Thank you, guys. Yes. Um, another Springfield ones, uh, Lo and Behold. Ooh, lo and lo behold, behold kills yeah. it josh uh, josh and uh alex yeah alex they've always been super kind go listen to their music they're still crushing it they actually came out to saint elizabeth once upon a time and played a field party for us really and i never thought i would see a mosh pit out in the middle of population <laughs> 20 but you know those boys came and rocked that set and they still rock it to this day and they're real yes. dudes they're really great and that's Jessica. That was music. That was college music. You know, Five Mu. The love was there. You say you know didn't end up getting finished or whatever, but the some started. Some started. That's not yet to be finished. Yeah, they'll always hold a place in my heart for Amen. sure. Yeah. You um, you get down to Springfield. Um, I guess things don't go as planned, right? Or how did it work um, for you? Springfield, well, just to go ahead and put it, the cap on it, um, I was in school. I had made it through to the final art program, and it was super hard. Like, the Brick City had just, I don't think it had just gotten started. Brick City is the main art department. And in order to get into your senior years, I was on, like, my fifth, dude. I was really yeah, close. Yeah. And I was going through the graphics department. I was working with uh, Duchak. Um, his wife was there. It's like these guys that started this program. They're like amazing artists. Like mm-hmm. I remember being this lady. Over it's all graphic art. Yeah, painting fundamentals and oh. stuff. Some graphics. I had one guy um, that did graphics. He was kind of nice, <laughs> but like, <laughs> he, he definitely instilled on me that I should get more serious. So yeah. that was kind of nice. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, I was in my final years. Um, I had just made it in life of the took the wheel again my mother passed away right at that time and um you know i forgot that was right around that time yeah Yeah. and uh, i had a lot of stuff going on in my mind a lot of stuff that i wasn't able to focus i like i used to like i how could you man i felt yeah you know any kid out there is you know anything is like that you know and don't feel bad because yeah my mind was a million other places but they're in the classroom yeah and uh I had the idea, you know, we had a lot of stuff coming. And so, unfortunately, school came to a screeching halt. Yes. And that's kind of how it happens. Don't feel bad. And that's like, you know, looking back now, education is something no one can take from you. I can go back any day. Yeah. So don't, you know, like you said, you just told me you're going to get your bachelor's. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Probably going to go sign up right after this. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I mean. Don't, I went to school with 45 year olds and I forget that, you know, there's people that were starting their education when I was starting mine 20 years ago and they finished. And that's, what's cool is you, as a young man, you know, I had life come into play. Life will always come into play. If you, you got to realize you're not really in control. And as soon as you get that feeling, you know, nothing can really bust you, you know, you have moments during that, I would say for us, probably like 19 to 23, where it hits you, you stop for a minute and you're yeah. just like, fuck. Yeah. Like you have a lot of those moments of, fuck. Yeah. 
and getting real dude yeah. and it got me more real that's what i'll say it just got me and yeah, i stepped away i started working full-time i went mm-hmm. straight into full-time Same. work i was like i gotta start working yep and yeah, i started working 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 i worked in some graphic shops i was starting to feel out art and i had worked at goodwill for a long time which i have a lot of good friends from goodwill yeah i, I remember that time yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah you know that helped me build fundamentals but at that time also what i didn't quit doing was skateboarding (laughs) and yeah i started skating i started skating a lot started skating because my friend aaron peter meyer Ah, yeah yeah peter meyer he's the core his soul skater and uh he was rooming with a guy uh by the name of drew ray which he thought until the day they moved in together was my other friend drew davidson <laughs> so the, and drew davidson i work with him at goodwill he got me in the bicycling we're best good buds and uh peter meyer thought that he was so he meets his roommate the first day he moved yeah in yeah and drew had moved in with me and john for a time because he was in high school and he uh-huh. was figuring out john worked with him at pasta express across oh, yeah, the street yeah. and uh he was a skater he was just really good really young younger than us so you know we're kind of hanging out with him trying to he's sleeping on our couch figuring life out but he's skated he's skating his ass off yeah and he would just tell us he's like yeah springfield's got a you know we got a lot of stuff going on here man he's like you need to go you guys need to go to the park you never been to the park and uh the springfield skate park and uh so that time um, there was one point me and John lived on the third floor in Springfield Old Monterey Apartments and right across the street, right behind Goodwill where I worked by five minute, not even five minute walk to work. Lo and behold, there's a slabbed up DIY skate spot. And I remember I was sitting on my porch drinking beers and I saw a crew the first time I'd ever seen a skate. Like, like I was like, what are these? Like guys an actual doing? group. And yeah. There. And let it be known. I did skate in St. Louis. I would go to parks and stuff and, but I wasn't on social media. I watched a little YouTube. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. I was out of the loop, I would say, but I saw these guys roll up on a golf cart, hauled in a trailer. And like, it was like, t- like at least six people. And they all were all tatted, gnarly, looking sick. Yeah, and yeah. They were ripping this spot. They were like, they just showed up. They were filming each other, ripping each other. And I was on my porch like, man, I want to be a part. What is going on? What? That's what that is? That's a skate spot? Okay. Yeah. It's been right out my front door this whole time. And, uh, yeah, I ended up meeting those people Yeah. through getting into skating in Springfield, become great friends with them. And uh, my buddy Dakota Williamson, um, we would skate msu parking lot and we would skate me and me and john and my brother jesse and um, sierra she moved up from saint elizabeth and um, started high school at parkview high school there yes i remember that and uh we lived right next to the art museum there at green meadow or metamere and green meadow not that metamere um right there and that's like right next to msu campus so we had house yeah, parties yeah. next to us all kinds of people all kinds of people a lot of there. stuff going on right all there. kinds of stuff but uh basically i was in skating distance of the campus so even though i was not going to school at the time we would go to campus and skate and yeah. we would skate skate oh, skate, yeah. skate skate and it was there's fun. a lot of good ground there to skate yeah. on the campus springfield yeah. is great it's on a grid so you know if yeah. you got a car just get a longboard get a skateboard get a bike you'll be fine yeah 
And uh, yeah, and lo and behold, Springfield Skate Park is less than a mile away also. Oh, man. And what was cool about it is it stayed open. I don't think it's like that no more, but it was open until 10 or 11 at night. So you could catch a late sesh. You can go early sesh. They're open on the weekends. Yeah. And yeah, Dakota kept telling us, he's like, we need to go start going to the park. We yeah. We need to go to the park more. And we started skating in the Springfield lots, and then we ended up going to the park, and then it was then it was on. Da- Dakota is the type to sprint you into something because yeah. he like he has energy, Spunk and he'll it. be like he'll be like, brother, check this out. Now, and boom, let's go. We're doing it. Yeah, and yeah, so we all crewed up, and yeah, we were drinking pretty heavily at the time. We yeah. were doing it all and having a good time. Good times wasted, having good times. But um, basically, we lived at this house. And I guess what really set it off, um, like that time, I'd gotten out of school, and then I, then I started getting a little more real with skating. I started really getting back into my, my roots of, like, I missed that, and I didn't realize how much I missed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, we, um, we, bought a, we bought a skate ramp. We all went in yes. on this skate ramp. It, I think it was like a thousand dollars posted in Arkansas or not Arkansas, somewhere Ohio, Iowa or something. Okay. And uh, we even tried to take John's truck. It was a fifteen hundred Chevy, and we this ramp weighs like two tons. Like it's oh wow, it's, it's that it, heavy. And yeah. the truck ended up not even being able to pull the trailer. So we were like, oh god, we're not gonna go get it. So we stopped. And then the dude dropped the price on it. He dropped the price to like eight hundred bucks, and we were like, "Man, we can get that. We can yeah. we can all come together right now and get that." And we still have it today. We still have the ramp. The ramp. You do still yeah, have the it. Ramp yeah. moved back in Jeff City. There's now. so many clips, guys. What's your yeah. What's your Instagram tag? Go to the the Keem team. The Keem team. Go you check go that watch out. Watch that, yeah. or you can go watch my Instagram or any of ours. Keem team repping is the hashtag. You can look that up. They were sick. Like they had this little. It's a half pipe out in their backyard, and people were just it, shredding yeah, it. Like, yeah. it was awesome. And that's what, you know, that opened our doors to, you know, you build it, they will come. And that's what yeah. happens. And great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> but honestly, um, we weren't the only ramp. Shout out Troy Harris, um, Springfield, STP, RDC, Rad Dad Crew now, um, Josh Reynolds, Dirt. They, uh, the ramp at Troy's house was the first resurrected ramp there that I knew of really. I had skated another ramp with Josh Foster, real cool cat out of Springfield still there doing it. Our buddy Tyler Palmer, he's a ripper. Follow him, do whatever, you know, he's a cool guy. Um they we would go skate their ramp and they would throw a competition called Skater of the Beer. And that's where Keem Team made their debut. And we were just, you know, we just saw it. We saw all this stuff going on. We were like, you know, we want to be a crew. We want to do something. Yeah. And that's what came out. Keem Team. And that's what happened. But, yeah, we started skating with them. And, yeah, you know, you're the new guy. You got to, you know, it's a long way to the top if yeah. you want to rock and roll. Teeth, yeah. yeah, like you got to get down with the town posse. Thank you, guys. And, yeah, that's how it goes. But, really, you know, we got our ramp because of that. We were like, we want to, I want to get down. And yeah, like luckily I'm blessed with friends that wanted to get down too. And yeah, you know, we skate, skated there, skated the park, skated a competition there one time at the Combi there in Springfield. And yeah, they're, you know, that I just got really in tune with that family and that, you know, that scene and people. And I hate, some people don't like hearing it. It's not really a scene, you know, it's really just like people that have been there, everyone there yeah. that knows. And luckily I got to be a part of getting to know a little bit. And, uh, 
um you know really that's where started skating in springfield doing that going to the park a lot more and uh really it's it's kind of one of those things where yeah when, when we got that ramp that kind of made you know that was a foundation that was a foundation of like it's gonna be forever now like yes. it never was it's not forever like, no but it's like this is we're here yeah it's down. we are here and yeah i even had a neighbor at the time his name's eric and he would come over and he said he hadn't been skating 45 years he saw what we were doing he was like tip that trash can over and i watched him ollie our trash can in our yeah, driveway yeah. and then he would start just coming to our house all the time yes. all the time good times wasted having good times that's his quote but uh yeah that basically springfield started skating there and that's you know that's where it's led me now you know i taught i'm sitting here said skateboarding so much yeah get, to, get used to i it. love it yeah. <laughs> really you um you get done down there now you're up in jeff let's you move up to jeff you start mm-hmm. working i remember you worked up there and stuff but let's really dive in because i know you really took over in the skate scene you were telling me about it but i want the people to hear like that story about how you got involved up there because you did a lot of good with all the people up there man yeah man like i said i had a lot of good people around me and a lot of legit people you know you're not you're not gonna you don't get that you don't you know you got to go find that and they'll find you too yes and you'll you'll feel you'll feel it you know you're gonna get that and if you're down you're down and yeah so we wanted to like i you know i was kind of in springfield figuring it out cc was going to graduate and we were like, you know, maybe it's a good time for us to pack it up, you know. Yeah. I don't think Springfield was forever, really. Yeah. I mean, it's forever. But, like, it wasn't, you know. Oh, uh, it's a homestead. The yeah. story only, story only began there. And so we're like, well, you want to move back to Jeff? <laughs> I was like, sure. My birth certificate says I was from there. So. Yeah. And, yeah, it became a thing where we were like, all right. So I started looking for jobs. I ended up scoring a job doing digital marketing and i was working for the paper there and doing That's all what that was the paper yeah, yeah i started working for the paper i met a lot of great people through there um I, i'm trying to stay on the page of skating but really i was doing digital you don't have to there. it's okay yeah you know just tell yeah. me um yeah i was working there i was doing digital marketing i had a really great co-worker we were doing we were handling like 40 businesses websites all wow. the stuff it's for a company called Flypaper, you know. I don't like to not say what helped me. And yeah, I got yeah. into this. Took me on some cool trips. I went on a road trip to where the office was based out of. And it's in Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas. And yeah, you know, everyone wants to go do something at the bar, go hang out. And yeah. I was, I, I'm all for that, obviously. I would go hang out. But I went to the skate park. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, there's like, I, I heard yeah. you say Fayetteville and I'm Arkansas. Yeah. And I'm like, I think Fayetteville's a bigger town. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I went out there and it was kind of cool because I was working for this company and I was, they were paying for my like rental car. And I was like, I'm going to go skate. Yeah. And I was, I'd go to the skate park and yeah, I met some cool locals there that I'm friends with. And so that was kind of funny. But uh, when I was working at the paper in Jeff City, I met um, Jim Dyke. Jim Dyke is an artist there in town. He owns Cottonstone Frame and Art Gallery right there on High Street. He's been there forever. He will be there forever. And he's done it. Right there. It's Jimmy Art. You can go to the opinions page on the News Tribune. You'll see some of his beautiful art. He's a political cartoonist. But Jimmy, Cousin Jim, we really just, you know, really just stuck like glue. Some people you're just, like, you gravitate towards some. Yes. Jim had been there a long time. He'd seen a lot of people revolve through those doors. 
Um, and I just would talk his ear off about art and yeah. like, like we just would talk and he'd show me his art and he's amazing painter. Don't let that, you know, this is what he does there. Go no, look that's at his so paintings. cool. Yeah. His paintings are, yeah, his paintings are amazing. amazing. And, uh, basically I would talk to him so much. I ended up not working there because, you know, <laughs> doing a lot, not doing what I honestly could have been doing, but you know, I wanted to do other things i wanted to do other things i wanted to get out there i wanted yeah. to like you said skateboarding was breathing and it was figuring it out and there was a time um salute to america is a big fourth of july thing that they have there in the capital city and it was one day this year but it used to be three days like okay. a whole thing and basically the whole town gets rented out and they have the fire over the sky and the big firework display on the oh, bridge. Wow. Well, I had caught wind that they did skateboarding competitions. Yeah. Or a skate thing where they, someone would build ramps. And I was like, what is that? And we were talking about it. I've got the board sitting here right now. Yeah, I, I just want to point out, Gus has a metric fuck ton of, uh, <laughs> of skateboards here that he has absolutely like demolished, but they are sick. Like I can only see about four <laughs> and the designs on them are awesome. I think that's the thing like skateboarders, like they love the design, but people who don't skate like me, I don't really skate, you know, like seeing it. It's so cool. Like so cool <laughs> yeah, to see like, it's factor. but it's, it's so crazy to me. Like the, the design aspect of it is the design goes on the bottom of the board yeah. where you don't see it, yeah. <laughs> like, but it's so yeah. cool. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It used to not be that way. It used to be, you know, back in the banana board days, the graphic would go on top, but then grip tape got invented. So yeah, but I mean, which makes sense because grip yeah. tape is a tent of safer and better. Like yep. it's, <laughs> you need it. Yeah. Well, uh, that my point with that is, is um, uh, shout out Eric Williams. He's the owner of the Nook tattoo um, I think and fifth some, element i want to point fifth out fifth element, element okay. in vienna yeah. go get your tats i think the other gentleman's name there's another gentleman i can't I'm, oh he's the only one i knew failing that but yeah okay. i know i know eric uh oh, no, eric, he's the other guy up at the nook mm -hmm. okay and uh eric was the guy doing the skate stuff at salute to america well i don't know why but it didn't seem like that was happening no more that much and yeah. he's definitely put in a lot of work also his company is called was called i don't know if i mean i hope it's invigorated still because i got the board right here yeah. riot skateboards yeah it's and a sick design I'll, yeah. I'll take a picture of it for uh the instagram post yeah. it's um we need revolution every it, 200 years because all governments become stale and corrupt after 200 years, Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, it's sick. It's yeah. it's a sick design. This is an old board. This is definitely old. I brought this around to some of yeah. the guys. They're like, how did you get that? Do you just want to keep that? You're just yeah, keeping this is, that as this a thing. Is what yeah. I, bring, I brought I this one because this, this is the first thing I put in my office at the News Tribune. Oh, cool. I put it right on the wall. And everyone's yeah. like, what? what are you doing? Like, Where's the pictures of your family? Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> I got this skateboard that I just got. And all that you did the skate stuff like what's up with that like what's going on i want to let's do it and he was like you know i've got a lot of stuff going on but uh i see you i see what's going on i bought that board from him i'm pretty sure he gave me another one that i skated and it's since perished but uh he told me he also gave me blueprints to the skate park because he had intentions on doing something with the skate park oh, yeah, one day. You said that, yeah i still have those to this day and uh, basically, I told him, I was like, yeah, we want to pick that up, man. I, w I was like, I'll build some ramps. I want to do something. Like, we're, we're trying to raise awareness. Like, I moved back this area. I grew up at 
J.C. Park. And J.C. Park is off wa- off the boulevard at Washington Park. It was super rough. This, we're talking yeah. four or five years ago when we just moved back. I remember when I would drive by there. Yeah, you're like, super this kinda, it's kind of rough down rough. there. And yeah, but there's a scene there. There's a scene yeah. there. We met our buddy Manny Mayer. Um, his father's Tim Mayer. They're great guys. Manny is the best skater that I know. He's the best. Yeah. He's a bomb. Dude, skating. With a name like her. Manny, you got to be good at G. skating. Emmanuel yeah. is his full name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's the, the, we got to hang around those guys. We got to hang around. And all of a sudden, we started we started realizing we all know the same people. We yeah. all we all had already hung. He knew everyone in Springfield. Yeah. And he's half my age. So, like, you know, it was kind of cool getting to be around cats like that because that's skateboarding breaks that barrier. Like, I have so many friends, different ages, everyone, everyone's yeah. cool. And uh, that's what I ta- talked to Eric, and I was like, yeah, dude, we're going to do that. I'm, I'm trying to bring that back. And he's like, go for it. And he let me, he lent us a PA system for the day. So we had music, and uh, I think that's what he gave me, that board and stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, basically, I went to Jimmy, bring it back to Cousin Jim here. I was like, Jim, hey, I'm wanting to do the Salute to America stuff, man. I'm wanting to build skate ramps. I want to do something. What can we do? He's like, call this lady. <laughs> he just uh, gives me the number. Damn. I call the lady. She, I said, I know Jim. Jim gave me your number. She's like, oh, cool. What do you guys want to do? I was like, I want to build ramps. I want to throw a little skate awareness event, and we called it Capital City Skate Scene. That was yeah. what went down on the paper. And I've advocated our rules, said we were yes. advocates. We are awareness raisers. We're wanting to bring this home it in and basically fourth of july of 20 i think it was 2018 right Mm then um we we did it we all we had was a fresh park dakota built the ramps dakota built the bank ramp with me in our backyard while we were all sleeping on the floor of a house all together and he built um a fun box and we had a a fresh park ramp which a fresh park ramp is like a, a modular ramp you can buy okay and it has legs it's just a little quarter pipe but the day came, and yeah, we were sitting right next to the main stage with all the music. Yeah. And we just told everyone we knew to come out. And it's funny because if you know High Street, it's the courthouse right there. Yeah. And yeah, we were right in front of the courthouse. Oh, And damn. so, like, we got skaters. Like, it was crazy. Like, I still think about it today. I have people, luckily, it was brought up to me because they remember it. And, uh, yeah, we had people jumping off the courthouse stairs. Someone trying to <laughs> kick up the stairs. I was filming them while cops were standing there watching us. And cops are, like, shaking their heads. Like, what's But it was approved, on? so you're approved. good to go. Yeah, good. You're set. The road will get paved. Like, that's what happens. It, it got paved for us. Oh. And that was cool. Like, not, like, literally paved, but it was, like, no, it but got it, made they open. Pu- they doors pu- open. Yeah, yeah. And they were, like, you know, this is happening today. Like, yes. this would not happen, but this is happening today. And, uh, yeah, so we threw that event. It popped off. Everyone was skating. There was a point where I was watching skaters come across the center of High and Monroe and bombing, and, like, everyone was just watching. The whole community was watching. It's crazy. Like, more people watching us than the main stage. And, you know, that kind of really invigorated, like, all right, we're, we're going to do something around here. We're trying to figure this out. Yeah. And, you know, there was a few things to figure out we didn't really know what we wanted to do we just wanted everyone to know that there's skateboarders like we're skateboarders and yeah for a long time if you even put a board down at high street on the ground you get a 200 dollars ticket Holy that's how it shit. went there's no skateboarding allowed like no you can ask all the old people everyone that's been around there um i'll say it right now eric was he i knew he ran crossbones and crossbones is a skate shop that was right across the street 
from JC Park. And that's hold, where. Oh, hold on one second. I'm so sorry. I want to take a break just to make sure we're good to go. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll uh, hop back into Crossbones. That'll be our mark. Okay. Aye. Thanks, Gus. Do the intro. All right. We're back, guys. We were on Crossbones. Sorry. We had a big. My kids got in here. <laughs> we were talking about everything. Gifted. Gifted. Yes. <laughs> that's the word. Uh, we got Gus though. He was talking about crossbones up in uh, the skate shop up in um, up in uh, Jeff. So if you want to dive down that a little more, um, yeah. Like I said, I had to shout that out because come down here to Ben's neck of the woods. You know, it's not too far off. Crossbones has since not been around, but anyone that listens just know like I was there 15, 20 years ago, and I'm still talking about it today. So. Anything that ends doesn't mean it's the end, you know. It can anything can be, and yeah, that did that place did a lot for me just because I would see they would put kids on. A lot of my friends rock the crossbone shirt, and uh, one of our local buddies here was actually on, and yeah, he was just a country kid that could skate, and he would travel to Jeff, and I remember him telling me, and it was actually the same guy that when I went to Lewis and Clark. Um, he was skating for crossbones at that time and he would tell me he's like you should come to the park bro and i was like yeah well if i get my mom to drop me off or her boyfriend taxi driver maybe that'd be cool and yeah usually we'd get dropped off and we'd be there till the lights shut off at 11 which they still do so if you ever go out there the lights are off at 11 park closes at 10 but the lights are on at 11 but uh <coughs> um they would throw comps and stuff and yeah um that's what's you know i remembered that forever and i saw salute to america and like we said, Eric, he did the the Nook skate shop tattoo, which is now, you know, what Fifth Element and stuff like that. Yeah. That's why I wanted to mention that. But, yeah, flash forward, um, basically Crossbones was right across this, the J.C. Park. And I guess getting into J.C. Park, um, it's, a, it's an old park. The, what I've been told, when I was there, I would get dropped off there. And it was just always like, you know, you just get dropped off there and you could just do whatever you wanted. Just do whatever you want. And everyone's mostly cool and everyone's yeah things are tough back in the day people are tough which that just made which just better way for that is like got a lot of grit you could say yeah and uh basically like yeah the little skate scene was going on because of crossbones that had been gone a long time and um so we would start going to the the jc park here in town because we didn't have springfield park to go to which it was cool because you either have a membership at springfield which is there's a reason for that and yeah you gotta wear your helmet there if you don't got one you can rent one for a dollar at springfield yeah but yeah blessed be jefferson city has a free walk-up skate park still that was still there forever and you could tell it was there we had a crusty old yeah. concrete half pipe that's no i remember driving there. by it yeah, yeah it, was, it was a little rough crusty missouri crust by the way, Missouri Crust is a skate shop. Shane Stander, he's in Columbia, Missouri. He's been doing it a long time. Hell yeah. Missouri Crust. But uh, anyways, um, we started coming to the park. We'd go to the park all the time, and you could just definitely tell this park, it had love. There's a lot of kids there. Like I said, my buddy, Manny, his crew, 
known then as the Jeff Shittians. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they would go there, and they were rippers. They're all rippers. They're all so good. And, yeah, basically, if you learn to skate that park, you're going to be able to skate any park. You're going to show up. And, you, and, yeah, that's the general consensus. Any of my friends now say when they grew up skating JC Park, anytime they'd travel anywhere, they were the rippers. They'd show up because, they, they, you know, you grow up skating tough stuff. It makes you a tough skater. Dude, I, I just want to piggyback off that like i remember when we were in high school we would do cross country you ran mm-hmm. cross country a little bit mm-hmm. yeah you remember the tracks were like tough as yeah, hell amen like the, these yeah, hills dude point. and i i think when i got older in the army it attributed to like i could at least do hills pretty solid yeah, dude and it's like people are like what the hell and i'm like well this is just part of it like got that you'll grit. get up there and then you got a downhill you're good to go yeah but like i think that a determination of of toughness definitely attributes these small towns to like having a tenacity exactly yeah i like that a lot and yeah that's what jc park was like that um you know we'd hang out there and we uh kind of just hung out would look after the park and was getting to know everyone there and there's some cool events in the area around here like shred fest was is another skate shop parkside skate shop is up there right next to cosmo park they throw that every year and it's just a little get together. Basically, you come out, have five one one minute run. You show what you do, and it's real fun. You know, it's all about having fun. Yeah. And it's like if it wasn't fun, you I wouldn't do it. That's that's how it goes. Jeff Phillips, quote. But uh, anyways, basically, at Jeff City Park. You know, I had seen some competitions happen there. Crossbones threw some. Yeah. He threw some real cool ones. That yeah, I'm ta- talking about twenty years in the future still. Yeah. And Crossbones is long gone. Like that's gone it's been gone anyways but there's a lot of people that it really meant a lot too obviously yeah and uh you know so we kind of had this missing thing where you got all these people that skate in jeff city and it's it's the capital it's jefferson city missouri you know it's kind of like i wear that like i love that yeah and uh it's kind of funny because yeah there's skate spots you go walking around skate all the all the homies have made some spots there's some spots around that city too but when your when your city doesn't have a skate park the city becomes a skate park too but luckily we have a skate park and it just needed more love it needed those people and it did have them and uh so we hung around and you know through the years we've I've had the privilege of skating in a bunch of competitions. Yeah. Um, a lot of those are these boards. That's a good way to get into these. A lot yeah, of these gu- boards I've brought today are from I wanna, those. I want to bring this up. Gus brought this stack. You know, it's it's amazing. I'm just going to flip through some, you know. Yeah, you got the Riot one on it. top. Yeah, the Riot it. skateboards. We talked about yeah. that. The this, next one, yeah. Yeah, what do we got here? That's well, a signature. Yeah, go ahead and see if you can make out that signature because I know you know who it is. Starts with an M, ends with a Vallely. Yeah, I don't know. I Mike Vallely? No, I don't know. Mike him. Valley? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Who's that? That's a, Mike Vallely is a skateboarder that I grew up with loving. Not grew up with, but grew up. He's in the, you know, he's just one of the raddest people I know, and he's still doing it to today. He yeah. skated for Bones Brigade very young, before I was okay. born. Yeah. And uh, he's out of Des Moines, Iowa now, and he does his own thing. If you don't know, Des Moines, Iowa has built the biggest skate park in the country. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it's there, sitting next to the river. It's a gem. Go follow Mike. Mike, if you're out yeah. there. It's a street Mike battalion. Mike Vallee? Yep, Mike Vallee. Yeah. And that came from his brand, Street Plant. I and like the wolf. Yeah, the he cartoon is, wolf. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he had actually given me a little card. <coughs> His daughter runs it, and it says, like, Gus, and, you know, thanks yeah. for the support. But on the opposite side, we were talking about graphics on that board. Yes. So go ahead and grab that one again. Th- this one? This one? Yeah, that one, the yeah. Mike Vallely board. On the other oh, side, shit. yeah, okay. that, he's got okay. a little graphic on there. But yeah. the cool thing about that board, I saw it. One, it's an old school board. And uh, it's a Jerry Garcia shout-out board. Wow. And uh, he signed it love, like he does all that's, his boards on that's there. That's Garcia's handprint? Yep. That's yep. dope, Garcia, dude. Garcia, he had the yeah. four fingers going on, so it's pretty rad. Yeah, that's dope, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, I hang that on my wall. That's my Inspirato board because I, I ordered that when he was doing a garage clean-out. He runs it out of his garage. Yeah. And that was just one I scored. I'll, I'll probably never skate it, but I should. No, but it's dope. Yeah. And it's then, a lot fatter, yeah. Yeah, and it's old school. New yeah. school. But then uh, this one is another wall hanger. That was a board that my buddy had done the graphic for. That's the mall shop board that yeah. I was talking about. Oh, it's got the Jeff implant yeah, in the it, back. Yeah, yeah, you look at it. It's made by my buddy Esteban. Esteban yeah. Enriquez, if I'm not getting his last name wrong. But Esteban is an amazing gifted artist. You can find yeah, him this, on Instagram. This artwork is dope as hell. Yeah, he did a real cool graphic. It shows a bull and a skater and this yeah. Jeff City Capitol in the background. Yeah, and that, I've got a t-shirt of that. And I, I lucky skated like five of those boys. He stopped making all these? There was... A, one run man one run and so i don't know if there's much of those left but yeah. i'll try to keep that one yeah that's dope um the next right, one we got this, some beat up ones yeah, now some, yeah. yeah these are the pride and joys yeah. that one that's an uh element i believe it's an evan smith board element was established yeah, in smith 1992 board, yeah. 92 to yeah. infinity i, I was, like element i was also born in 92 ben yeah. i think you were you were 92 92 barely yep. yeah Right there. I skated that board at Skate Laborious. Skate Laborious is in St. Louis. I just saw that article you posted about New York Times. Yep. The church has unfortunately burnt down, but it was a start. That's what they showed. I remember Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, my my dad's friends are firefighters up there, and I saw this giant fire coming out of a church. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. The guys that started that, they're um, a crew... Their company is always hard, but the Skate Laborious crew is kind of an other thing. It's a nonprofit group. They're responsible for a skate park there called KHVT. is a DIY skate park underneath Kings Highway Bridge. Oh, that wow. That was really famous. Like, mm-hmm. we got a lot. I never, I haven't skated. I think it's shut down because it was under in. Kings Highway? Yep. It was really cool. And uh, they started another one. There's another one elsewhere yet. But Skate Laborious is kind of another nonprofit that they started. And one of those guys there, I believe his name is Dave, but he worked for the City Museum. Okay. And if you've been to the City Museum. Yeah, dude, City Museum is dope. Imagination Factory. Yes. And so he took what he saw going on there, working for him, learning construction, and applied it to a skate park. Skate park, And they got given that church and built a skate park. That's fucking dope, dude. It started as a mini ramp, turned into a vert ramp, and now And who was that guy again? Dave, I can't remember his last name, but follow Skate Laborious's page, and you'll know all about it. Are they going to... There's no salvage in it, I suppose. No, but they're long live laborious. It will... Something else will happen i remember seeing all the pics from there it's beautiful it's yep. a, guys if you ever look it up laborious yep. it's this church it's literally an old school catholic church that got turned into a skate park with ramps and everything and it's so beautiful these backdrops of these guys shredding it with these beautiful glass stained windows uh, yep. it's, it's it's a work yep. of art i'd Luckily, got the skate there three times. I was at the Red Bull Cornerstone, and I got the skate. I remember with pros. you guys went there. Yes, yeah, I, yes, it was super cool. We got the Keem team rep it up there. Got to be a part of it three times. Once during COVID, and yeah, you know, long live laborious. Yeah, 
next up we got this board is shredded a, yeah, up. that's the shredded one yeah. got, um, I got that in Springfield okay that was a local company somewhere around there a guy Spear. was making them out of his basement yeah but yeah spear skateboards it's pretty Tough. cool it's got an old school shape I think well, it's got the uh, signature on there yep Coco signed it for me oh nice oh, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it's a good board it ri- ri- ripped and ride and it's a it's a asymmetrical board so both sides are the same okay and then there's the that's the um jeff city board oh this is the i also jeff. skated that and skate laborious yeah these are light it's crazy because yeah. you can tell just how lighter they are yeah yeah that was one that i shredded yeah. i forgot i had that one so did you stop with these just because they were riding too rough or what 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 was the deal uh, there's no more of them yeah i skated like five of them and then like i was like i don't know if i can buy another one so i'll just keep one and yeah, yeah i put june of 20 on that one so i guess i quit skating that one june of 20 yeah i love uh, that this board, this one, ooh, that's I think I think I scored that for super cheap, and yeah. it's like just one of those oh, funny like pre, boards, yeah, yeah, it's like a prefab old school board. <clears throat> it's got Magneto on the other side. Yeah, I didn't it's know got the it it's got the boards on it, the, yeah. the grind boards, the rails. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I had that attached to my Sportster as a sissy bar for a Sick. long time. Yes, dude, <laughs> that that's was, why the bandana's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just a cool board. That's a cool board. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, this one beat the shit. What happened? Here? I got a piece. I got half a one. Yeah. yeah, that's a piece of a dirty skateboard. Dirty skateboards is out of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Okay. He throws an event called September Slam every year. And if you want to come get some, come get it. Come shed some blood for what you for that board. I got that on my birthday. Yeah, it looks like it had a dope ass design on it. It's just shredded. Yep, it was shit. a. It yeah. was a. Actually, the I'm thinking the design on that. He goes to uh skatetopia skatetopia is definitely a real thing it's definitely there if you want to go you can go check it out but they burned a van there and that was the graphic oh, on that okay um this next one it's broken half but yeah, it's there that one Lolly is two pieces lovely 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 is a skate company i believe my homie here. manny skated for for a minute yeah. i got that from shane at missouri crust it's out of kansas city yeah, it Kansas felt City, tough. Missouri. It felt good, like yeah. grippy. It was one it. of my favorite boards. That's why I still got. I had the sad yeah. clown on it. Yeah, um, that Next. might. I don't know what's that board. That might. Oh, that's a Illuminati over here. Yeah, that's a welcome <laughs> board. That's. I think it was one of Coco's. I don't know how yeah. I ended up with that. That's just. Oh, yeah, just, that could probably it's just skate. Cool still. board. Yeah, <laughs> it can still skate that. Oh, it's. I think it's good. Um... Next, we got a whole bunch of trees oh, going on. Wait, yeah, this board, this is a Missouri crust board, and Shane always okay. does the coolest graphics. Yeah, um, this we'll is try wild. to show a picture. You just look in it, and basically, there's one part where you got to look for the faces. There's like a female face, and there's skulls. You can see the skull face. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one oh, of those crazy yeah, collages. Okay. Um, you got to look at it hard, but it's there. Yeah, I yeah. got that from Shane. The reason I got these stickers on it, these are the Save JC Park stickers. And oh, that's okay. The, and that's, that's when the, you were skating at that yeah, point. That's when we that. were saving the park. I yeah. skated that in the comp. That's dope. And here's the... Yeah. This is one Rodriguez like. board. Yeah, yeah, you got the fucking Goku. You got on the little there. Goku. That yeah. board I had bought after I broke my right ankle. I had okay. snapped myself off. I remember in our you were in a cast for a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was wanting to cruise, and I saw that board, and I was still. <laughs> it's I was a like, sign. Yeah, I was like two weeks out of my cast. I bought it, started cruising, still got yes. it. Yes. I love that. <laughs> The next board is the board I snapped myself off on. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> that's where you hurt yourself? Yeah, that's a shake junk, but yeah. that's the grip. Um, yeah. Zoo York board. I was going up on our quarter pipe, Fresh Park. We were literally going to eat. My cousin and my buddy Mason 
Um, we were all there, and I was like, let me just do one trick, and that's all it took. Man. That was that unfortunate, sucks. but it still got the board, so that's cool. And some metal. Well, this one's pretty fresh still. Yep, that is a board. I think I got that given to me by someone, and my intention was to get everyone at the event to sign that board, and that's why I put yeah. those stickers on it. But I just like yeah. it because it has like a little galaxy symbol. I like it. Yeah, a little Adam symbol. Yeah. But yeah, I think that was around the Save JC Park time. Okay. And, and that one, one, this one is a good wood. That's about as cheap as money can get. That's okay. like a $30 special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has the yin-yang cats. I yeah. liked it. Um, the sticker on top, that was the first board I rode at Skate Laborious. We're not here to fit in. We're here to stand out. Yeah, yep. like that with the came team and everything. Yep, that's that uh, was yeah. my first comp board. Okay. Like legit comp. That was fun. Ooh. But that's the stack. I, yeah. Yeah. I know we went through that for a while, but that is, you know, it's history in your life. Yep. That and it shows a timeline. If you guys look back, you know he went through that break in his leg. I remember when you were in that, and it was like, I'm sure that had to be tough with skating, as you're like your yeah man your thing, you know, and you can't even do it. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, time is the best healer. That's all I can tell anyone. You know, when you get hurt, don't take it lightly. That's that's time. That's time to take time to reflect. Yeah. And yeah, when you're sitting three months, six months deep on a couch, you got a lot of time to reflect. Yes. And luckily, I had some other things, and I had a lot of skateboarding to watch and a lot of things to catch up on, and it just kept me stoked. I, w I would ask you this. Me and you, we kind of grew up with the same internet access, right? Like, mm -hmm. when did you get full internet access? Whew. Like, w would you <laughs> say in your 20s like not almost? dial-up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had dial-up. Or slow internet until we were out of out of our houses, right? Yeah. Oh no, man, that's freaking. That's hard to say. I mean, that like it was like really late in life still. Like basically, I I remember buying my first laptop with whatever thousand bucks I saved up to go to college. Yeah. And then I got the college, and then I had internet. That was how it went. I remember I had an IBM ThinkPad. <laughs> yeah. College, dude. It was it was rough, <laughs> man, smooth. dude. It was rough. And I still like I had internet, but all I used it for was college because I'm like, well, what's the internet yeah, got? I, it, and then mm. I remember I had Spotify and Netflix were the two biggest things I learned about my first year of college. Nice, I was like, yeah. and Spotify back then it wasn't even that big. No, it was, it was like, say, yeah. it was like, I mean, what people Not use it what for it music is now? But you were like, why, why wouldn't I just buy the music? Yeah. <laughs> like you that's know? so stupid now. Like well, ahead of the curve there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it's like I mean you look at that like what a genius idea yeah. of a um, million Before it was on music. your phone. That was like uh, Before we had MP3 players all yeah. high school. Even with the internet we still downloaded like a, what a 100 songs yep. on those me and you buying the stick MP3 players. Yeah. It's like a hundred songs max. People got Zunes, replay, and iPod shuffles, and you're like, "Damn, that's cool." Yep. I can't afford that though, no. so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this thirty dollar MP3 player and burn some shit onto it. Needed it. Yes. Yeah, that's legit. What like, about what about uh? And then I that's the point I was getting at. Um, YouTube. So I haven't yeah. really got into YouTube until the past year and a half. Yeah, you're a little late to the game, brother. A hundred percent. That's dude. okay. There's That's so okay, much cool shit there. You can start up right now, and yes. you're gonna, yes, you're gonna do well. I don't want to get people addicted to it, mm -mm. but it is addicting. It's yeah, it's people all love the to stuff watch, you dude. Like. People, people like seeing you. They'll love to see this. You know. Yeah, I, I, man, from skating to music to podcast to, um, 
What's the other one? I watch. I I'm a big golfer now. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. watching golf. They have fun videos. John Daly. Of it. John Daly. Oh, you knew John Daly? Yeah. Hell yeah. John Daly. He's got some yeah, nice gripping and ripping, baby. Mm-hmm. He's the, he's the man, dude. Done it long before you. Yeah, there's lost. a there's a good uh, actually uh, uh, a documentary about him on YouTube. I just nice. saw it. I'm gonna watch it uh, this weekend. Um, but yeah, all that stuff. Like, I can't imagine our parents. You know, they never had access to that stuff. And is it good or bad? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's so cool to see all that like, gotta, come to light. It's that double-edged sword. You know, you gotta yeah. you gotta use it wisely. And it's education. It is education. And it's not beyond education. It can be communication. I have had some experiences on my Instagram, like Mike V. You know, that was a guy I played as as on Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Mm-hmm. I've had him reach out to me plenty of times, That's and he's dope. like, like it's cool, like it's crazy, crazy. Li- it, it's it's surreal. Yeah, and they're just, you know, it makes you understand that even you hear celebrities, you know, that you think they don't have control of their stuff. No, a lot of them do. Some of them yeah. do. Not a lot of them. I don't know, but because, but you know what I mean. Like it's a good tool for you to communicate directly with your audience and see how you're looking. Absolutely. And not like like just see if you're coming off like how you want to. Yeah. And if you're not, you can address it. Yeah, that's yeah. You gotta address some yeah. stuff now. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's so wild, man. I love the skateboarding aspect. I'm I'm. I talked to Gus about this earlier. I'm probably gonna change podcast name just because I have had so much fun talking <laughs> to people about life instead of just the military. And I realize a lot of my you know a lot of my friends. It's not just that. It makes me so happy to see like you thriving from where you came from you are you are Thank happy you, dude you are happy Thank i you. see it in your face appreciate it's beautiful you. i see it that's what it reciprocates that's where yeah. i came back to you know i wouldn't go i wouldn't have come out here for no other reasons to, yeah. be, to be with my friend you know yeah have some fun we both got grins across our face <laughs> it's like a mile wide dude this is so good yeah yeah and the guest and the guest dude it's probably gonna go there i know man um Let's dive into it's good. <laughs> All right, let's dive into something a little different. Yeah, um, hit me. He has another box here. Before we dive into the box, me and Gus are major music fans. We talked about the you know the fraternity we were both involved in. I'll say he was involved in as well. He was there ninety percent of the time. I was um, looking for you. Yeah, yeah. Where's Ben? <laughs> Shout out Travis Niedergerk and That's Jeremy, a good one. Jeremy Jefferson. Travis, very Solid nice dudes. to me. Uh, roommates in college, I skipped out on rent. I'm really sorry about that. It, <laughs> it affected my credit. Hey. So I, I know it came back to bite me. I'm super sorry about that. Good time. But uh, they were they were dudes that showed me how to grow up when I was living with them. And even around them, they were uh, major instigators in my life. Travis does digital media for, it was for a gaming company. I don't really know what he does now. Uh, Jeremy, I know he's up in St. Louis. I, I know he has a great right. job with Emily. Um, shout out to them both. I, I love them. I'm sorry if there's hard feelings, but I love them. Music, man. Music was influential on our lives. How, how early do you think you started loving music? Um, mama mama was a moms. rock and roll. Yes, dude. brother. Daddy was a Rolling Stone. So it's yeah. like, that's how it goes. <laughs> like, I was yes. pretty sure I was conceived, like, I don't know, just rock and roll. We like. were both, I mean, your parents are a little younger than mine, I think. Mm-hmm. My, my, my parents are in their 60s, now early Eddie, 60s. Eddie, rock and roller. Yeah, he's going to be on, dude. I'm going to have <laughs> no. him on. Yeah. Uh, they're in their 60s, so I grew up on the Eagles, like we said. Yep. But then, like, I, I listen to, like, you know, Lil Richard. Yeah. Um, the Beatles. I mean, Beatles weren't even, like, uh, everybody's listening. Uh, 
you you'll know this guy, Jim Croce, right? Yep. Yep. People don't know about him a lot, nope. surprisingly. Nope. I love Jim Croce. Yeah. I think he's one of the most greatest singer-songwriters yeah. of that generation. Is that uh, Bad Leroy friends. Brown? Yeah, Bad, Bad Leroy, Leroy Brown. Brown. Yeah. Or uh, Don't Mess Around With Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all uh, the operator. Does he do the, what would you do if I sang? No, that's, um, mm-hmm. oh, he was at Woodstock Live. That's the best uh, recording of it is Woodstock. Yeah, um, I, was, I knew I might be getting that wrong. I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm-hmm. You know the original was by Ringo? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's great by Ringo. Wow, it's great by Ringo. Nice. But uh, that guy you're talking about, I can't remember his damn name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah, Jim Croce, good one. Jim Croce is like uh, probably one of my favorite singers of all time just because he was so original. Yep. Um, I'm looking this up real quick. I watched a really good movie called uh jesus revolution joe cocker sorry joe cocker joe cocker go. good call yeah what were you good saying call. though sorry yeah solid dude sorry eating cheeto yeah but uh uh jesus revolution is a movie that's come out in 2023 and it has okay. a lot to do with the movement of like quote-unquote jesus freaks but it was coming up during the times of rock and roll and the truth sayers um, if you have an interest in watching a cool movie. Is this like 60s, 70s? Time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And it has a lot to, it's a real thing. It's based on a New York Times article. But I liked it because it has a little bit to do with, you know, a lot to do with Jesus and a movement. Yeah. But it really is cool because it has a lot to do with rock and roll. Right. Good movie. Not to get into too deep here, would you consider yourself a heavy Christian? I, I would say I was raised Christian majority yeah. of my life. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm stepping back into those lights of having the open heart. I've been going to Bible study. I just had a great experience at a church, um, Solid Rock there in um, Apache Flats, Jeff City. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I say that movie because it was something where, you know, you hear the word Jesus freak, and we were we were kind of brought up. As, we don't know what that is. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. know. Your parents do. And that's what's cool. Like, yeah. we grew up with some hippies and stuff. And that that time, that genre is really kind of something. When you think about it, you know, we live a real certain way. And it's not like how everyone was not allowed to come to church like back in the day. Everyone, some long hair, no shoe, whatever, you couldn't come in. It's you know, we live in a good time where like the church I went to recently, I looked around and I was just it brought me to tears to see all the diversity in the room. That's beautiful. And it's all walks of life. It's, you know, different strokes, different folks. And you yes, can, it's really cool because that's how it is. It, and, you know, it wasn't like that necessarily for me growing up. And uh, you felt I mean, I'm sure you felt the same way I felt it. There's a lot of judgment in these small yeah. towns. Like that's the hard part I'd say about small town is the churches are very, mm-hmm. sometimes it, it I, I gotta be careful I word this, I yeah, guess. Definitely. It's, it's, it feels judgmental at yeah, times. I don't know not, if it's like that anymore. No, no. I, I think that went away when we were, no. we were in our teens probably, yeah. Yeah. but it felt that way. And now you're like, well, you know what? I think they accept mostly everybody at yeah. this point. Yeah, those doors, and that's, that movie, it's a good one. It's a good one where it really explains. Jesus Revolution? Yeah, and it's really good. You guys should watch it. You'll like it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'll check it and out. And it's cool because that's what this gentleman, um, I feel bad. But it's the the guy that it led into, his name's Greg, but it was another older gentleman, another guy named Lonnie, Lonnie Frisbee. He was um, a follower 
but he was on the other side. He was in the hippie movement. Okay. And uh, he crossed paths with this gentleman that was in the church where, you know, you couldn't, they didn't, it wasn't open doors. Yeah. The thing is that the door is open. It swings both ways. Those that want to hear and those that don't want to. So, and that's what that movie, it's really cool because it's like, you know, you talk about that stuff now, like how we feel. That's how it was. And yeah. that's back in the seventies I couldn't imagine. No, I have But no it's because it, yeah. of how things, you know, organically I've met people that, you know, they were just looking for a higher power. Oh, baby. Duty calls. No. <laughs> Go to mom. What? <laughs> Come to mom. Okay. Well, we're going to get back into the Jesus freaks in just a minute, That's guys. A good point okay. Good. Yeah. Sorry about that. We'll be right back. Y'all, we're back again. I, I, me and Gus keep going on these tangents, and I love it. And my kids want to join in every now and then but uh what do, what do you got man you're gonna shout out yeah. somebody we were, we got into the talk about religion and i'm someone that had very much strayed away and but i've always been around it a very much a part of my life i'm getting i've just turned 30 i'm getting ready to turn 31 september 18th yeah so we're rocking and rolling into it you know you too yeah how old are you right now i'll be 31 in december so what's up we're right mm. there Let's oh yeah tales. it's crazy but yeah it's awesome um I got to shout out my girlfriend, Macy. Shout out, Boo Boo. Yeah. She's the one that led me in the doors of the last church I went and had a great experience. And I told her that day that, you know, if it weren't for someone like you, a strong person, uh, I don't know if I could have found myself being strong enough to come back to this. But ever since I've been back, I've just been blessed with being told I have, a, you know, it's because I had the open heart. Keep your heart open. And, uh, you know, you you will be called upon when you need to, and, you know, you'll feel the welcoming, and that's, you know, it's just wholesome. It's just yeah. wholesome. It's nice to be real like that, and to have someone be with you that is wanting to do that, recognize that, recognize it, and hold on to it. I think that's beautiful. Shout yeah. out. I'm, you know, Macy Boo Boo, I never, I never, <laughs> I, I never, I never met oh, you yet. Yeah. I can't wait to, but you've done something great with this already enlightened gentleman. Um Sitting right here with keep, one. Keep it going, yeah. Keep it going, cause he's he's one in a million. Um, let's get into something. we t- we we were talking offline about um civilization, like all this stuff about how the world is. Um, uh, I kind of want to get into something good with you that's always got with us: records and music and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really, music more than mm-hmm. anything. Okay, find me alpha. We talked about it. How they had the influence on us to. I think almost they dug us into um, something deeper that was like, yeah, music's music's there for you, but it doesn't have to be this stereotypical stuff that everybody thinks is music. Mm-hmm. You find other ways of like, of other music that like, hey, maybe I didn't listen to this much before, but uh, it's something that I, now I don't know how I could live life. Sorry, I'm trying to get this cord in. Got her music getting into my life is something that is that has awoken me and it it makes getting through everything easy like it's great i love it do you ever rediscover songs that you liked as a youth and then you hear them now and it's like oh my oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah like um you know what i like that nobody else seems to get pissed off about but i love it still is mm-hmm. acdc yep people are like Man, fuck, it's so boring and stuff. Yes, dude, rocker hands. Rock it's, it's 
it's simple, but it gets me going mm-hmm. every single time. I'll tell you the story. I remember we went to your mother's funeral, right, mm-hmm. which was sombering, and it was this beautiful thing. I remember I'll never forget you, your dad, your brothers, all you talking, and it was like this, you know, beautiful thing about your mother. And we had to leave, and we had to go to Caitlin Safford's wedding. Wow. And we were like, shit, because we were road tripping mm-hmm. all the way there. And That's like, amazing. I didn't know that. How do we get pumped up? Mm-hmm. And we listen to back to back. Um, oh, uh, I believe in a thing called love <laughs> by the, my darkness or my darkness or the darkness. Uh-huh. And then um, kickstart my heart by Molly yes. Crew. And we were like, okay, let's go again. Which is, I'm not trying to shit like yeah, I'm not trying to dude. do something bad. No, but it, it was that's the power that music has is to like get me going from a very uh-huh. sober, angry spot to like you know, let's have a good time. It's let's have fuel. fun. Uh, I wanted to play this. It's it's music that I think you like. I'm going to try it, but I might get this taken off air. I hope not, but get it. we'll play it uh, just a little bit. Just the intro is so fun because me and you love that old school feel. Okay? I'll see if it plays. Nice. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. It's Jim Crow. Yeah, it's, it's called Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears. Nice. All right, I gotta turn it off because I think I'll get that's copyright. That love music. Yeah, dude, that's that. I'm hanging out. I'm enjoying my life. Music, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, I, I, I thought you'd appreciate. It. I made a whole playlist of. I, I went off there and found all this stuff. You know, me and you, <clears throat> we like um, traditional shit. Hank Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. I, what do we got here? Bogman Turner Go Overdrive. Uh, Ohio Players. You know the fire, one. the fire album. Casey Sunshine Band. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Dude, remember we used to play Boogie, Boogie Shoes? Shoes, bro. Boogie Shoes. We used to jam that that's shit in college. There. Okay, it was that. Who we got here? That's a that's a Mid Missouri Taking Pride album. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> dope. Either way, that's cool. Oh, here's Hank, a good one. Hank Williams Jr. album. Oh, that's a good Boogie. album, dude. That yeah, Born to Boogie, bro. Uh, best of the Do- the Doobie Brothers. Uh-huh. We talked about that. Um, Merle Haggard and Bonnie uh, Owens, which hey. is uh, a lot of people don't know. Merle Haggard did so many collaboration albums. Shout Billy out, Squire. Shout out Leona Williams. <clears throat> shout out Leona Williams, a uh, uh, Vienna native, yep. right? David Allen Coe. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting canceled. <laughs> He's in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Seger. Oh, a Night Moves album. Classic. Ooh, I didn't see that one. Um, it shows the diversity, man. But you also know, I'm going to list off some names. Um who we got here uh a, sam so cook mm-hmm. yeah. okay um otis redding uh-huh okay you got that soul part aretha franklin mm-hmm. stuff like that on the doctor, exactly that one. yes that's otis that's otis, otis. you know he that part in the in the song uh it's a whistle mm-hmm. where he's like mm-hmm. so that was supposed to be another uh verse and he got killed wow yeah but they kept wow. the whistle in there it's beautiful yeah it's my favorite, man. Uh-huh. Um, I've been listening to a lot of soul lately, uh-huh. so I've been. You uh, uh, would like there's? Do you listen to eighty eight point nine KJLU? I don't really listen to radio much. Okay, you need to tune into that. Yeah, uh, as I'll give you a time specifically to tune in. Okay. Um, every morning at six a.m. they play a Ray Charles version of America. Bro, and most beautiful it, the yeah, Sandlot. They play, they play in the Sandlot every morning, and I wake up. That's yes. what I listen to coming across the Jeff City Bridge. Yes, dude. My fire. Yes, America, sweet, sweet America. America. I wish Bro, someone was singing this with me. The Sandlot, <laughs> man. Yeah, I wish someone was singing this with me. Yeah. good. Yeah, I don't man. know why they do that. They do it every morning. Yeah, it gets you pumped. It does. I'm sure that's why everybody's heading to work and shit. Mm. 
Oh, it's so good. Um, but then we also like, you know, I like I Luke Bryan. I was yeah. fans when he came out. Yeah. It's a little, you know, cheesy now, but whatever. Hey, like country to the bone. Yeah, dude. Um uh, you know, we talked about you Danielle Zach Bryan. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed with Zach Bryan. Yeah, I'm pick that I, up now. I got the stick em. <clears throat> I had them. Tyler Childers, you know him? Yeah. Tyler White Childers House the man. Road. White House Road, dude. Get you going. Someone be like, hey, turn down Tyler Childers. I turn it up. It turn it up. <laughs> Dude, I used to, when I was an angry drill sergeant, I would drive to work. I'd play White House Road every morning. Nice. Get me going. Early in the morning, the sun does rise. It's a good song. Early in bed with bloodshot eyes. It spoke eyes. to me when I heard it. Yes, dude. Jams. Um, we we list all these things. Um, Do you have a favorite genre at all? If I said favorite, it'd just be rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll saved my soul still does it does i heard uh the other day the day the music died Ooh, and i heard it's a long one <laughs> that was when uh buddy holly i believe it's about that wrong, plane crash yeah the plane crash and i cried listening to it in my car i cried real hard yeah but it's a real it's a true song and it's like it's still yeah and i'm sitting there in my chevy and yeah it's awesome dude chevy to the levee and the that's like dry, yeah. best stuff that's what i mean that's, that stuff sticks it's still around it's all rock and roll to me that is, um, that era of music will always never die, I don't think. Mm-mm. That music yeah. is so strong. I am a connoisseur of hip-hop. Yeah? I like hip-hop. Who who you got as the best three rappers? Just I've, two white dudes in Missouri. i a little biased. A little yeah. biased on I hip-hop. saw Kendrick in there. Yeah, that was, John gifted me that. Yeah, that's Kendrick a good album. Goes, yeah, that's the best. Mad City, Mad yes. City. Uh, backseat Freestyle. Um, I don't know. My favorite hip hop that I've gotten into recently, I love Mac Miller. Mac yes. Miller is someone when I was going to college, I got the pleasure of seeing him at the Chaffetz Arena when Donald Trump came out. Ooh. So that was like he was getting it. He finally got it. Nike's on my feet and Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza had come out, but that was the hype. And then I saw him the year or two before he passed in St. Louis when Good AM had just come out, but the oh, Divine wow. Famine had come out. And good story about that. I was with someone. We stayed out till like 3 a.m. And we were bored. I was like, what are we going to do? And I was like, there's a bowling alley down the street. Let's go down there. And we went down there. And lo and behold, I was talking to this guy. And I was like, you look familiar. Where did I see you? You're Clockwork DJ. You're Mac Miller's DJ. Wow. And he's like, you got me, dude. You're right. And I was like, let me buy your shoes. And I was like, I bought his bowling shoes. And then he was like, all right, you come with me. And the person I was with come with me. And we were moving over to the party. And lo and behold, the person I was with got to go. But I got the arm. Oh. I got the arm. So I, I wasn't allowed to party. Yeah. But guess who was there? Mac. Mac. He was chilling. Mac, he was just dude. chilling. 3 a.m. after sure. a St. Louis show, chilling. I saw him with my eyes. I played. I ended up hanging out with another couple. My friend came back over, hung out with me. It was all good. Man. He seems kind of like uh, Post Malone, just yeah. a bro, dude. Rest in peace, dude. Yeah. That's what I mean. Make a decision, but try to live and yeah. live for your brothers. Like Them drugs, weird. brother. They'll get you. That's what I mean. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Yeah. that w- That's one I would say had a very heavy influence on a lot of people. I, I really like Mac's style. I wish we could have seen what else could have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, 
other people. I had the pleasure of seeing Machine Gun Kelly one mm-hmm. time, and I was not a part of the lace-up factor and stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah, he catches a lot of slack for what he does now, but he's a rock and roller. I'm he, not a fan, but I respect uh, what he does. I it's seen, just Yeah, I seen him live before he went pink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he killed it, dude. He's a G. He, yeah. he definitely, he needs to, I don't know, he needs to do what he's doing, but he, I definitely didn't think I was an MGK fan until I saw him live. Yeah. Yeah. I like I liked him. Kid Rock. That's one person that people don't really like. Can't say <laughs> it's a big one, you know. But yeah, I was raised on that stuff. A hundred percent. There's out a here, reason why the kid rocks. <laughs> like, dude, he he puts it all together, and people are like, "Well, he was giving it to him." I'm like, I don't you know? care. I don't care if he came from the highest of highs or lowest of lows. The music is good. Like, yeah. I can put on Cowboy, yeah. and everyone in my town goes crazy. Cowboy, I, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Jam. It, Midnight Train to Georgia. Like, yeah. uh, Get it ah, going. cocky. I mean, I could list off a, a bunch of songs from him. Literally. I, yeah. I like him a lot, though. Yep. He's one that, you know, you could say what you want. And especially nowadays. I don't know how big of a fan I am nowadays. I uh, listen to old stuff, though. It's mm-hmm. still good. Yeah, I guess I'm still old, a fan, yeah. you know? Yep. And uh, new wise. I don't know. I do like some of the new new guys. Like I love Migos. I'm down with Migos. Yeah, but now they're gone. Yeah. Oh, oh what's his name? Um, mm-hmm. Takeoff or Rest Offset got yeah. got shot up. Rest in peace. Yeah. Unk. Um, trying to think who else. Um, I can't even. I, there's a lot. There's I listen so to much. so much old stuff. It's so hard to come yeah. up with new. I'm trying to think um, of the newest hippest one. I really like Morgan Wallen. That's not one yeah. you hear a lot, but yeah. Last night great. we let the liquor yeah. talk. Even the album before that, right before he got canceled, almost like yeah, the dangerous the, the one, album. He had the double album. It's a banger. Yeah, every the, track, every track, every track you can play it. Dangerous. He is solid, and uh, he gets so much. He fucks around. He's yeah. our he's, he's our cross, age, dude. Yeah. He's not gonna be perfect. He's a cross platform artist. Like he's yeah. really doing Poppy well with that. I saw country. him live yeah. not too long ago. Um, that's why I talked about Zach Bryan and Tyler Childress because mm-hmm. it's like those are traditional country. Mm-hmm. These other guys, like, sure, if you want to call them pop country or Hickok, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. the fuck it is, but like, they're doing their thing. Yeah, and it's I you can it. turn it on, and it's yeah. banger. Yeah. Like the that's beats a, are good. I'm definitely not against the bangers. I love bangers. No. Like I'm about it. I was listening to Dream Lover by Mariah Carey the other day <laughs> at the park, and yeah, that's yeah. on still this day. Same thing with Fantasy. Even Madonna. Yeah, Madonna. Turn on Madonna. Mm-hmm. She's solid. Share. Good, dude. Um, I got a one song. I always listen to Alice Cooper at night on the radio because yeah. he does ninety six seven. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he always got funny facts, and he he's like he's getting ready to play Joan Jett. I love rock and roll. Yeah, and he was like, here's a song. She loved rock and roll so much she wrote a song about it. <laughs> That's, <awesome. laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Alice Cooper, man. What Shout up? out Alice Cooper. Alice <laughs> Cooper, like it's it's crazy because he's like. Old he as <laughs> old as fuck, and he like he knew what he was selling. It wasn't like that was his true persona. He was the first to come up with a persona, which is a lot of what people base their like rock and roll shit off of. Yeah. It was like this isn't me. This is a show you came to see. Yeah, and he's a show. Like his yes, shows are gnarly. Yes, <laughs> he had the snake and shit. Like uh, he'd be doing wild shit. Ted Nugent, same yeah, way. Yeah, I got free for all in there. Yeah. That's one. Of, that's my favorite Ted Nugent song, Free for All. Yeah. I never heard it. He was solid on guitar, yep. man. He's on Joe Rogan talking yep. for like yeah, five say hours. Say what about you stuff. want. He's wild. Is Uncle Ted to me? Yes. <laughs> I guess. Yes. Uh, he was. He was a trip, dude. Yeah, he's still kind of. <laughs> yeah, he's still got wild stuff. It's all good. 
What about um, funk, man? I know you like a little. Me and you, love as, we boogie shoes, right? I it's love a, the yeah, funk. yeah. Yeah, not the funk. <laughs> I love it. Yes, that's just in our bones. Like, yeah, I don't know, something about that. Some. I don't know if that's our something. parents or if it's just something. we get down. Something. Because I remember me and you were always the ones dancing at parties love and stuff. It. Like I, just, I love yeah. the boogie down stuff. Yeah. You know. I'm trying to think. Um, you always. I grew up liking. I don't know how really much funk they are, but Grand Funk Railroad. Like yeah, the funky rock. Funky rock. Yeah. You know. Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Come on, baby, do the locomotive. Yeah. That song jams. Yes. Good stuff. We're an American band, dude. Yeah. We're an American, American band. band. Yeah. It's jams. We're jams coming to your day. house. We're here to party down. We're an American band, dude. Yes. I was, I was listening. I'm, I keep jumping to other podcasts, but Joe Rogan was talking to Jelly Roll. You know mm-hmm. Jelly Roll? Yep. I'm getting on Jelly Roll. A yeah, bit. dude. He's solid. What did he say at the Grammys? He's like, God let a loser win tonight. Yes. <laughs> he talks about just that music that gets you yeah. fucking pumped, yeah, man. Yeah, I like it. I like it that it's coming to fruition for him. Yeah. Like, I like Laney Wilson. Those are Laney Wilson, like yeah. It. I'm trying to think. I don't know. Country is doing good. Country is really good. Got Riley good Green. And country has yeah. been sounding more country than it has I think in a while. St- I, think it's, I think it's splitting right now. That's mm-hmm. my part is like. There's a part that's going very traditional, like mm-hmm. Zach Bryan, Laney Wilson, mm-hmm. like the these ones that are like, we're gonna take this and stay with our roots. And then there's other ones like, you know, I haven't heard Thomas Rhett put out nothing in a while, but he yeah, kinda went that main it's funny you say that. Yeah. I was literally listening to uh, what is it, the uh, it was one of his party anthems and I just hadn't heard it in so long. I was like, This is awesome. Yes. This is yes. why this was awesome. And yeah, I haven't heard his heard song, in a while. His song Life Changes that used to hit me really hard mm-hmm. because he got he tells about how he's like uh 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 we're gonna have our first kid mm-hmm. and she's adopted from Uganda, that's right. We're mm, adopting wow. and she is the prettiest thing. And then he says and then uh, he talks about how his wife got pregnant after that, A to wow. J. He had his daughter A to J and then he had, you know, his daughter um from Africa and I'm like, that's so crazy because we weren't planning on a fourth child. Hmm, and it's like, yeah. it's so crazy how life hits you with these things. And you're like, well, I'm going to figure it out. Life yep. changes. Fill like, that cup up, bro. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, uh, I just had that one. I can't remember his name. Uh, Hunter Hayes. I really was I haven't heard of him a in a while. Hunter Hayes. Yeah. Um, a little faith to fall back on. <clears throat> He's like, didn't treat my girl like she was mine. Didn't think I needed at the time. Um, but she changed the way of thinking when she left. And it's just a good song. A little yeah. fake to fall back on. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. There's like, it's it's like our history here. And then I showed you mine in the garage. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's all these albums we got. I remember, you know, I listened to Casino and goodfellas you know those movies mm-hmm. so we'll jump into movies mm-hmm. here in a minute but i remember can't you hear me knocking by rolling stones yeah. and that intro guitar just going rock and roll bro it's yeah and it's like it, it captures that essence of that Boom. era like you weren't even living then but you're just mm-hmm. like that's how it was like this this hard nitty-gritty shit yeah on your window and like or layla eric clapton like 
oh man, these songs were like capturing of the times, but they still speak out to us now. Yeah, big and time. I love that. Yeah, I think that's where the the day the music died hit me because I had heard that song oh, a yeah. million times. I'll probably hear it hopefully a million times more. But yeah, I was listening to it and I was like, you know, this is really a beautiful song. Yeah, and I was like, I think he knew that when they wrote it. Yeah. Yeah, they they gotta have a feeling of this is gonna last. Sometimes that's not the case nowadays. Some music you hear on the radio, it's just getting made. Well, I think some music is just made for and that's attraction. Just how it is. Yeah, yeah, attraction. That's better. Way. Well, and and you know, beats are bigger now than mm-hmm. the than the verses and people singing. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, Queen. We were talking about Queen. How mm-hmm. you know they wrote a lot of that stuff, yeah. and it was like, I don't know if it's it's not deep. Mm-mm. But they were meaning to drive yeah. the crowd he with what a, they were singing. Time was bicycle, limited. Bicycle. Bicycle. Yeah. Like, it's, I want to ride my bicycle, but you're like, what the fuck? But yeah, I want to ride my bicycle too. Jamming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely a big one. Influential. Leonard Skinner. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Say that L-Y-N-R-D. Yeah, the thing about Leonard Skinner, I didn't really realize it, but they put out more music in the four years they were a band than most people put out in a you know lifetime. Yes, and it's like they weren't around long. They no. were around. They lived and breathed and died that stuff. You know, they were no joke. They were pumping out albums, man. Mm-hmm. The Eagles did it too. Yeah, the um, a lot of they they said the seventies they were. Every it was the track to put out every three to six months an album, yep. and now it's like what every year, year yeah, and a half, like you, maybe you get something. Yeah, and yeah, Leonard Skinner, they they've got some good documentaries out in movies. Yeah, I, I want to listen to the one. It's like uh, Tuesday's Gone, mm-hmm. I think, is that the name of it. Yeah, and a lot of their music was cool because it like you think about what was coming out at that time, and then what they came out like even Freebird. It's like yeah, that's why Freebird's so crazy awesome yeah. because it's like that song is. I mean, it's about his girl. They weren't even girl, but whatever. But it's like, or whatever it could be about. But it's it's just like different. They weren't even supposed to be big. They were literally a swamp band down there, and they just started hitting, hitting all the right notes in all the right places. (laughs) Bro, call me the breeze gets you Mm -hmm. going. Like all those songs, call me the breeze gets you going. Uh, Give me three steps. The old generation about Skinner. Oh, they think it's yeah. They're like fuck yeah. Uh, we were raised on it. Yeah, dude. That's what I mean. It's in my blood. Yes. Um, I remember even like Alabama, right? Yeah. I showed you Alabama, right? But I remember I would go to the trout park with my dad in the morning and I would hear like mountain music and stuff yep. or um, what's the other one they got? Uh, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, it's uh, Mr. Roosevelt was going to save us all. Hmm. Mr. Bro, Mr. Oh, it's like, Daddy got a job with the TVA. You uh-huh. bought a washing machine and then a shave. A song of the uh-huh. South. Song yeah. of the South, dude. Yeah. It's like, it's like those songs. It's like, it, I'm not even from the South, mm-hmm. but you're like, it drives yeah. me. It's like that is it. that is solid, and it lasted through all these years. I love mm-hmm. that about that music. Dolly Parton working that nine to five. You know her nails did that click clack sound. Really? She used their nails to do the like. I heard Dolly doesn't go back to Branson. Dolly, come back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get back here. We love you. She put out a new album. It's coming out in about a month. Nice. It's covers. It's all old covers. Mm-hmm. She just put out one of um, "Let It Be" with her and uh, Paul McCartney Sick. and somebody else. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah. When I think of old schoolers, I've had awakening with Elvis recently, where I've been yeah? listening to Elvis like. And when I listen to Elvis, you know, you always hear Elvis was a gift. He was really a gift. 
to the music genre because I heard Charlie Sheen's dad, Martin Sheen, talking about it on some documentary. He was Ooh, like, the yeah. thing is, he's like, you know, you got your people. Back in my day, we used to listen to the jukebox. He's like, and when we'd listen to the jukebox, you know, you were the little boy, the little girl, and you had your 10 cents somehow to go play a song. Well, yeah. that 10 cents meant the world to play whatever song. Yes. And, you know, we'd walk up, and you could play so-and-so, you could play so-and-so, and you're going to have people love hate. But when you played Elvis Presley, nobody's pissed. No one was mad. He's like, he yeah. brought us together. And it was cool because Elvis was our age. He was like, and that's what that music was doing, was bringing us wow. all together. And he's like, and that's why people, you know, you think about Elvis and his travels and his traverses. And it's like, it really makes sense. And yeah, the, there's one king of rock and roll. You know, there's a grandfather of rock and roll too, but there's one king and it's Elvis Presley. Yes. And yeah, like, you know, say what you want about Elvis. Yeah, his later years, but you go watch his later years even when he opens his mouth. He was the first you know. to get that big. Yeah. Even Sinatra didn't yep. hit those Elvis. marks. Elvis, he's a gift. It, and I love listening to Elvis. Every Elvis song I listen yes. to, Burn in Love, you know, even Viva Las Vegas. Heartbreak Hotel, yeah, dude, Heartbreak all that stuff. Uh, my favorite one is, if I can dream, please let my dream come yes. true. Right now, yeah. it's a banger. <laughs> Me and Danielle, our our you know our wedding song was um, uh, I can't help falling in love with you. Yeah, and then know. yeah, it's beautiful. And then also that was my cousin's also. That's fine. Oh yeah, it's good too. Well, even our favorite thing to do. I we haven't had to do it in a while, but if we are overwhelmed, our souls are crushed. We're just you know the kids being wild. We're fucked on money, like whatever. Mm -hmm. We go in the kitchen. We turn on that song, and I slow dance with her in the kitchen Good for, for a minute or Elvis two. Elvis is smiling. I love it. That's what I really got, yeah, dig Elvis Presley. That's one that I, I don't know if I really was into it, but my grandma always told me, she's like, I cried when Elvis died. That's <laughs> what I hear, dude. A lot of people, it's it's sad, but it's true. Yep. Let me, we're going to end on the mark of Elvis. Not end on it. Yep. I gotta, I'm going to step away for a minute. Okay, we'll be right back. Thanks, guys. Yes. You go listen to ABC or um, I think one of my favorite Michael songs. Oh. No, you're good. I wanted to keep it going, yeah. We were just getting on to Lil Michael, another controversial. We love say. Little Michael. Yeah, Lil Michael. Um, but I would say one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. Yeah, like one king of rock and roll, there's one king of pop. Yeah. And that's Michael Jackson. Say what you want. But... uh black and white um man in the mirror Ooh. okay is really good um i mean beat it yeah, and beat thriller it, bangers. thriller is you the know. banger of all bangers um you can turn it on around like halloween basically yeah. from like like september to like november mm -hmm. and everyone loves it yeah i do love abc there's that one other one i'm trying to think of it's another banger when he was really young and I'm just failing. Oh, Rock and Robin. He had ABC. Um, I want you back. I want you back. That's yeah, one. I That's want you back. Is the biggest one. Yeah. Best song. Good one. Yeah. His Bring stuff when he was older was good though. Like it, his yeah. like his solo stuff was amazing. Yep. And his choreography will yeah. be unmatched. You yeah. know that they say that the This Is It documentary. When I remember when that came out, it was probably around. I remember it was now. big. Yeah, and it still it holds up. It's yeah. cool watching it because you did. It was the first time we were. He really peeled that veil back for for really. us. Really, and it was like. 
yeah, growing up like him, you know, that was like this, like Elvis, you know, you're the, just, you're the superstar. Like yeah. you're like the untouchable supernova. And yeah, Michael got put on that. And yeah, it was like, you know, people don't even treat superstars like that no more. No. It's hard to reach that. But they were that, you know, they were that at that time. Do you find it hard? We were talking about this before, but with him, R. Kelly, um, you could even equate it to Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. Is it hard for you to separate the music from the person? Not too much. Yeah. Not too much. Sometimes when I listen to some stuff, I'll listen to stuff and I can tell. I watch this really good documentary called uh, The Silence of Nothing or something like that. Or It was about the convergence of hip-hop and skateboarding in New York oh. City. And you would like it. I'll have yeah. to take a picture and send it to you. Yeah. But uh, it talked about because hip-hop came up and... There's a reason they don't play hip-hop past 10 in clubs, especially back in the day. Yeah. Violent. It, people would start fighting. And that's really? how it was. It was violent. They didn't want to bring it to your club. And skateboarding showed up. And, you know, you got bands like Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. You got KRS-One. All these guys that were anti-gun, anti-violent, trying to preach that. And then you got people like Biggie Smalls that showed up yeah and he was showing up right at the right time but he wasn't even push. yeah I don't, and yeah. it's pretty heavy because yeah. you know there's that that tendency i'm not saying nothing against that but there's like a lot of stuff because i like biggie a lot i like Pac. i, I love like biggie i like yeah. Pac's cool i love biggie yeah, though. but that's where people were getting on like you know are we gonna sit here and fantasize and yeah listen to the music that we grew up with and it's like they're just that was mild compared so, to what's yeah, now so much fantasization when it's like it's just trying to get into your kids' ears like yeah you could say you know eminem is a big one you know and yeah and that's why he stick nine inch nails yeah, through each one of my eyelids. Yeah, yeah and he put out relapse you know and all these good music and it's like yeah, yeah. it's because you know that stuff was coming up and you could say industry plant, you could say whatever. I still, when I hear the real Slim Shady, my radio's getting turned up. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, sometimes I get rubbed wrong by music I hear because I'm like, you know, is this legit or is it just trying to Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard, especially now it's hard and to. And I'm very real where I like, I don't that. like listening to music that I'm like, I'm just, but then again, I like ACDC and yeah, ACDC is, you turn it on, you're supposed to rock. It's yeah, that's rocking. all the, That's yeah. all it is, yeah. That's like I don't try to hate on it, but that's where I would say maybe I cross that where I'm like I'll maybe talk some smack on a band because I'm like you know they're not really about it they're just trying to listen to, it. but yeah, mm, still good. I find it hard because I'm like <clears throat> Michael Jackson. You're like, well, did he touch kids or not? And then you're like, well, you look at his life, it's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. But then you have R. Kelly, and you're like, he was just pissing on girls. Yeah. Like, would, what the fuck, dude? You got and then you got like that documentary dude. about all these survivors of and. I don't know how much of it's true or false. Like I don't, and I'm not trying to say it's false. Mm -hmm. I'm saying like, I don't, I don't know what's going on with that, but it's like, Mm -hmm. this dude was obviously a bad person. It's the same with Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. Did you see that man? He's that's bummer for Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is fucked, dude. Did you see that doc? Did you see the Chappelle thing? Mm -mm. Chappelle's like, you know, um, we had such a change in the world in the 1960s. Uh, you know, JFK was going to lead this way with all these changes. He was against the Cold yeah. War. He was, a, and he got shot down. Yeah, and so many others. Couldn't like imagine Malcolm X, all this stuff. And he's like, in this entire time of all these people trying to change the world, Bill Cosby raped fifty-four women. <laughs> yeah, that's like gnarly. Oh my God, but it's true. 
it's true and it's like you know that that's a bad person to me yeah man and that's Um, what i mean that's where you know exactly that's a good point it's like hard to really not do you like the cosby show they don't play it anymore Anywhere. I, yeah, that's what's hard. I don't know. I'd probably laugh at it still. I loved kids let say the darndest things, you know? <laughs> and kids say the darndest things. Yeah. You ever watch Why Do Kids You Know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not PC anymore, but it's that's, funny. Yeah, I like that we're getting into this, too, because these are, like, the hard <coughs> conversations. Because then, like, you know, same thing with the movie industry with, like, someone like Weinstein. Or, like, what's that? What's the comedic guy? Do that, you know how many Weinstein Brothers movies there are? They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like, and he didn't Hollywood, act. He didn't supposedly. do nothing. He just funded it. Yeah. Okay, like yes, he was a bad person, but like these movies are still good. I'm not gonna stop yeah. watching movies. And that's what I mean. It's it's just a really fine line, and yeah, it's basically wherever you put yourself on it, because you don't have to not like the content. You can just kind of be like, no, well, you know, this. Don't forget. Yeah. If, if, you, if you don't know now, you know. <laughs> there's there's a guy in the army. There's this guy named Audie Murphy. He was this amazing soldier. He got awards and stuff. Um, got battlefield commissioned officer. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, was in movies uh, back then, like John Wayne type shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of the most famous army people back in the early 1900s, like mid 1900s. Mm-hmm. Does all this. Now there's a thing called the Sergeant Audie Murphy Club, or <laughs> now it's the Sergeant Audie Murphy Association. Mm. Big deal. If you get the if you make it into it, you have a, a big medal you wear. That's supposed to be amazing. But also, he beat his wife. He was a womanizer, um, racist, like all these things are accounted for. It's like, okay, do do we separate that or keep it with it? Like, mm-hmm. what do we do here? Because he was an amazing warrior, mm-hmm. but he had his problems. It's yeah. like, well, well, that's the truth too. You know, that's where you kind of find the humanization of it, yeah. and it can be. You know, it's not our place necessarily to pass that judgment. You mm-hmm. could say, but it's up to you personally to see how you feel. And that's okay too. They're um, talking about Mac Miller. Yeah, like he's passing away of drugs, and yeah. it's like hard to stand next to someone that, like, you know, I tell kids like I like Mac Miller and stuff, and then, or some of these artists that have passed away, like in our time, it's like, yeah, you know, it's are you Juice a hypocrite? Wor- was it Juice World? Juice yeah, World too like had bangers. Like yeah. Um, who were big ones back in the day? Um, oh, t- uh. So many. No, um, seventeen. Stop. Club. No, who's the who's the guy? Um, break down. Go Tom ahead, Petty. Tom yeah. Petty. I heard he. Yeah, and Prince. Tom Petty. I love Tom Petty. All yeah, those guys Prince were drug stuff. overdoses. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like we all, Prince. You know, a mountain of a man. Yeah. Tom Petty, legend. Yeah, legend. Legend in the rock and roll community. Amazing you know? songwriter. Yes. Like honestly, Tom Petty's one of those. I wrote my first um, middle school paper about Tom Petty. Yeah. And for some reason, I picked Tom Petty. He was dope, dude. Yeah. And yeah, I look, I look back. I learned how to play "Running Down a Dream" the other day. That song's a freaking ripper song. Yeah. And then not even like Tom Petty's one of those artists. When you listen to him, it's cool how. He's he was the one of the last he was the last true rock and roll pioneer like yeah. he really was like he was around and he was a dying breed and when he died we really don't have anyone because he was trying that. new things with the guitar yeah, whereas everybody so else is doing stuff. three chord four chord shit yeah what is that song <laughs> the don't he's like don't come around here no more. Like, you listen to that, yeah. and it's, like, so trippy, and it's, like, so before it's time, and then it's, like, you forget that he, like, it's the same guy that wrote Running Down a Dream. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, like, 
Just running down a dream. Yeah. American Girl. <laughs> yeah, all I this, play American I mean, Girl. I play it shit. and I cry. It's like, that's a good song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and his guitar playing mixed with his, he is a songwriter. He was yeah. really good. Who do you think the greatest guitar player is? Oh, my Lord. I don't yeah, know. Here we go. I would say on my hands, for me, Angus Young's right up there. That's Ooh, my man. Yeah. He's the boy. He turned his boy into the man. That's why he said I watched the document. I watched so much ACDC. Yeah, I, Bon Scott, dude. Rest my uncle peace, used to Malcolm. have a documentary about Bon Scott. I yeah, watched when I was a kid. Bon Scott. Rest in peace, gnarly. Bon Scott. Greatest front man yeah. of all time. I stand by. Yeah. He beats Freddie Mercury. He was better. I yeah. love Bon Scott. Bon Scott. I've heard that back in black, the lyrics to Back in Black was written, and then he died. Yes. And then they, they were rec- it. they were about to record it, yeah. and then. You know, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Brian Johnson took mm-hmm. over. And he was, you know, a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll that whole album, that was the first. Like, you had stuff. Just look at what bands were out during yes, that. Yes, dude. If you can't tell me, yes. if I would have been alive during there, yeah, I would have been listening to nothing but ACDC. I wouldn't have been, been like, yeah, these guys are the best. Yes. This is what I want to listen to. And then to bam, see what they became. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Angus oh. Young's right there. Um, Gary Rosington. What's Leonard the one? Skinnered. If if you want blood, you got it. Yeah, it's my favorite amazing. ACDC song. Shoot the thrill. Yeah, shoot the thrill. Love it. If you want blood, you got you got it. Um, new school. I grew up a White Stripes fan. I know you love White Stripes. I love White Stripes. Yeah. Um, first song I learned how to play was "Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground." Yeah. And that was because that was my favorite song, and I wanted to be like Jack White. I just wanted to be him <laughs> so bad. And Shout out to yeah. uh, the other guys for when they do the gunfight and Icky Thump starts playing yeah. because nobody fucking knew about Icky Thump before that came out yeah. and I was like I was like and that and that drive of the drum going boom 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 you're like yeah it's about to go down stripes I love yeah Jack White is up there with most modern person I know what about Black Keys you know that yeah I love Black Keys Black Keys their come up is really cool too when you do their research it's cool that they were just trying they recorded their first album as raw as it could get and yeah. they're the best. Their shit still sounds raw, and yep. that's what I like mm-hmm. about it. That's yeah. like it's hard. They're, they're on that playlist. Yeah. That song I played you, they're uh, on that playlist. Nice. Yeah. They're even the kind of band they're trying to get back to how they sounded that first yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> finer things. Yeah. Um. But uh, gold yeah. on the ceiling. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. There was I was at the club the other day, boys and girls club. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah. Club? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you I weren't at say the club, that club, bro. Well, I was hanging out with the kids. Yeah. A day where we couldn't go outside, so I brought my guitar. I brought my electric because I knew they'd like that. And I was playing all my stuff, ACDC, yeah. whatever. Nothing, nothing, nothing. They didn't like nothing. And then I started playing. And every kid, didn't matter what age, yeah, started. Yeah, it started <laughs> bashing like, the shit out of stuff. What is that? No. Was, they, were, they were like, that's Seven Nation. And, it, and like, it's, easy to pl- it's easy to sing, too. Like, Isn't it's that like funny? Simple, yeah. It's like everyone knows that. Yeah, it's because it jammed. I was like, it yes. struck a chord in the world. So I, I gotta say, the White Stripes is definitely up there with me. Arctic yeah. Monkeys was one that I got into. I never late. was big into them. I heard they're good though. Yeah, I got into them in Springfield, and they've kind of went the other. I don't know. I don't listen to them that much, but I really dug. I think like, they're Arabella. newish. They went the new route. Yeah, I really dug them. They had that. They had that sound that I was like, you know, I don't listen to a lot. Oh. I'll give you one right now, Skate Rock. In Skate Rock, there's a couple bands that like I posted on my Facebook. Just yeah. go listen to it. Grindline the band, rest in peace, Mark Hubbard. 
Grindline the band. Grindline is also a concrete company that he was a skater that he started this company long before I was born. And they were trying to connect skate parks from one side of America to the other side of America. Well, he started a band and it started off as a joke and then he passed. Yeah. And luckily they have albums out oh, and good. that's the best stuff I've heard in a long time. I want to point out one at Crossroads with that. It's not skate rock, but it's punk rock. Mm-hmm. It's heavy punk. It's this guy, um, shout out, retired Command Sar Major. Um, oh, I'm an idiot. He's going to make fun of me mm-hmm. now. <laughs> um, uh, Matt Henson. Sorry. Uh-huh. Matt Henson, who is in Noise. Cool. Um, he is... You know, they got a couple albums out. He, I think they're not, uh, they they don't get together as much, obviously, because he just retired, but they're playing some stuff. But he has albums out that are solid as shit. Yeah. And uh, it's that, like that, there's a, oh, what's, I can't remember the name of the song, but there's one I always listen to when I go to the gym. It's like, bandit, bandit, bandit. It has this, <laughs> that heavy ass, like, little guitar solo yeah. part. And then it just has that, bump, 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 yes. bump, like that. And then it starts with that, that distortion and that, you know, yo, and it's like chaos, and then he's singing hard lyrics. Love it. Um, but yeah. shout out noise, they are they are solid. But I love that gritty shit of yeah. like, you'll like this is how line. it is. You'll like it. It's yeah. almost gnarly, but it's it's good. Um, yeah. Another one that rest in peace, Jake Phelps. He was like old school skater. He was the main editor in chief of Thrasher magazine. Up until his passing, and oh, wow. it was a drug overdose kind of Ooh, deal. Rough. And he was like in his 60s, but he started this band called um, Bad Shit, and he since passed, and they're just gnarly. They're just awesome. Yeah. And yeah, like it was funny. I think Flogging Molly, Neil Flogging Oh, yeah, Molly, I know Flogging Molly. Matt Hensley, the dude in that, he's a pro skater. I had no oh, idea. And Jesus. I was in the Flogging Molly way before yeah, I was Yeah, I knew Flogging skating. Molly way back and when. Yeah, yeah, like when I started looking up stuff, I looked up Matt Hensley and they're like, oh, this band is Flogging Molly. I was like, wow. Yeah. And yeah, guess what? They're from St. Louis. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's like got St. Louis roots or Midwest roots or something. That's dope. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I was like, wow, that's just cool that I was like, it's stuff that I'm into just kind of coming back around and it's like, that's what I mean. It's like yes. stuff hitting me later in life that I'm like, all right, that's really, yeah, that makes me just think about what I'm doing more. Like, yeah. really cool. I could talk to you about music yeah, for fucking dude, ages, dude. Is- I love it, man. Because I'm like, like we gotta go to a concert together. Yeah, we gotta hit something with. We the were fam. gonna Danielle and me got offered free Zach Bryan tickets nice. in Idaho Falls, Idaho, but we would have had to fly there, and mm-hmm. it was on a Thursday. Like mm-hmm. we got notified two days before, and we we're like, shit, because mm-hmm. Danielle, you know, shout out, she loves them, and I really yeah. wanted it for. Her. I just couldn't yeah, make dude. it happen. Incubus is coming. Um, to yeah, I saw Incubus theater. is coming. That'd be yeah, a good one to go to. Yeah. I um Tech Nine's coming to Jeff City. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, brother. Every you know, side note, every soldier I tell, you know, I'm from Missouri, I go, I'm from the greatest state ever, you know. Yeah. Missouri, and they're all like, Ugh. and I'm like, You shut your mouth. <laughs> Nelly's from here. He's a yeah. treasure to us. And they're like, Nelly, yeah. that's how I know I'm getting old. Is that like who's Nelly? I'm like, you shut the yeah. fuck up. He was an angel. STL. I'm going down now, baby. STL. Yes. Yeah, you play Nelly anywhere in St. Louis, you're gonna get told Better shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> I got a joke. How many uh, St. Louis people does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Hella. <laughs> that's horrible. Did they say it all the time up there? Yeah, that's where yeah. I Yeah. I think it's like a city thing now yeah. is hella. I think it was old, bro. 
I think that was, was that when you were younger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was because they made fun of it on South Park. Yeah, I heard that on something <laughs> else. But All right, we're gonna dive into another one here. Uh, movies. We got a couple more topics covered. Me and Gus are just burning the time yeah, away. Dog. He's sweating right got now my big with gulp. the shade. Uh, no, I want to talk about movies. So give me some top three movies of all time because I know my top. I know most of my top three. Or give me top five. Give me five. You don't have to put them in order. Just give me five. Um, I love Lords of Dogtown. Mm. That's like, that one hit. When I saw that, it changed me. I was going to ask you about that, if that meant anything me. to you. And I didn't yeah. know much. But then, not next to Lords of Dogtown, but I'll say it again, Dogtown and the Z-Boys, the documentary. I and heard about yeah. the documentary solid. And the documentary, the reason it came out is because, you know, you got to be careful when you're making a story because Hollywood will get your story. Yeah. And that's what happened. Stacy Peralta got a letter, and it was like, hey, we're making this movie. You can be a part of it if you want. He's going to be a part of it, yeah. but then he made the documentary, <laughs> and that's why. Oh, really? Yeah, so go watch the documentary if you really want to know the real trip, and the movie is good, too. I think. So the, what's the difference? The do- It's just the documentary is the real, all the real footage, all the real stories, and Stacy was there. He's the guy in the movie, and he's, he's all his friends. It's like, you're not going to make this movie, and yeah, no one got paid they for They kind of shit on yeah. Peralta in yeah, the movie. Yeah, they really, and yeah, he was involved. He was involved in the movie. He made it got paid out, but even Jay Adams and a lot of those guys, they were just asked yeah. to be cameos in their life. And so it's oh. like, he was like, not with my homies. I'm going to go make something. And yeah, that documentary won Sundance. It did all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't seen the documentary, go watch the documentary. Um, I don't know. I really, I used to make, a, I still make art, but I really like The Departed. We talk about The Scorsese fan. The Departed hit really hard for Who me am for I? some reason. I'm the guy doing his job. <laughs> you must be the other fucking guy. <laughs> Oh my god! I love The Departed, man. Scorsese always, you, you know, every Scorsese movie I'll watch till the end like, of my days. It's reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Um, I rewatched The Shining recently, and The Shining used to scare the shit out of me. Yeah, it was terrifying. It's because Johnny it looks is. like Jack Nicholson. Oh my god! That's why. Right? <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, I watched it recently, and I honestly just had a real cool experience watching it because you just realize every flaw or anything in that movie is on purpose. Yes, it's like everything. That movie is. is he is. And it's uh, been like that for a long time. One of the three greatest directors of all yeah, time. Stanley Kubrick. 100%. That goes in. I don't even like too much of his movies. There's a couple other ones, but The Shining, I didn't really feel for. I watched it recently, liked it. And not yeah. just as a horror movie, but no. like I was like, wow, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, Stanley Kubrick, though, I would say for like Alien. Like, I love Alien. Like that's I thought that was Ridley movie. Scott. Ridley Scott. There we go. Yeah, what yeah. was the one? Was there something with Kubrick and Ridley Scott or something? Uh, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, um, I rem- always good. remember a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, Clockwork Orange was like I've the most fucked really up to me. I've never really watched it. I need to go watch it now. Would be a good time. Yes, it's it's really fucked up, mm-hmm. but it is um, it's something I love. Like it it shows the state of affairs in the world to this day. That mm-hmm. was made in the seventies, and it's it's a good testament of like you know a lot of shit's fucked up, and people play into like. You know, I'm going to ride the line and then they ride it too hard. And then they just show how much control the government has. And mm-hmm. I, it's a very deep movie. He had two thousand. Oh, Full Metal Jacket, brother. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Great. That's, I grew up on that. As too. a drill Watch sergeant. It yeah, it's the, it's, it's one of my favorites. There's a, 
There's a couple other ones, but I don't know any of these. I'm but trying to think of just classics. Like I really love Back to the Future. Like I've watched it a few times. I saw it in theaters Ooh, one Back time. Back to the Future. Seeing Nobody... it in theaters really hit me again. Like, Give me like, your order of best to worst, though. Of Back to the Future. Yeah. I don't know. I the best one is definitely the original. Yeah. Probably just in reverse order. <laughs> like no, as in like just one. It got worse, or but I don't know. They're pretty fun. But yeah, Back to the Future. I saw it in theaters one time at a throwback theater, and I was like, wow, I bet that was cool to see that when that came out, because that was cool seeing it in theaters now. And I was like, I'd watched it at home a million times, but seeing it in theaters kind of hit it home. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's really hard with movies, because there's a lot of good movies. I really like Back to the Future. Do you like movies like, uh, I think you'll appreciate it, like Blazing Saddles? Yep. Okay. Yeah, now we're getting into yeah. it with Gene Wilder. Um, Gene Wilder is like mm-hmm. to me one Richard of the greatest Pryor. actors of all time. R- Richard Pryor. It doesn't solitude. get better. It doesn't get yeah. better. Go. Have you seen Hear No Evil, See No Evil? Yes. With him. Oh my Dude, god. Dude, are you fucking deaf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That, that movie I got introduced <laughs> to late, but that is a hysterical my, movie. So that's what I was raised on. My that's grandma. Hysterical. She had this giant VHS library in the basement. And we would pick out movies, but she would pick out some sometimes. Yep. And so there's a bunch of ri- people don't know. There's Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yep. They made like three movies together. Yeah. It was Stir Crazy, Hear Stir No Evil, See No Evil. Too. And there's another one. I can't remember what it is. Is Stir Crazy the one? Where's the one where they're going in the prison? That's it. And, and they he's ca- like, they're, they're, what are yeah. you doing? He's like, we, we bad. Get we bad. bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My mom used to all the time. Better. We bad. It's so funny. Yes. Like it, and it's still funny today. That's why comedy back then is different now because back then it was all like it it withstood the test of time and it's just supposed to be funny yeah, like there's so no it, there's no deep meaning to i remember in hear no evil see no evil she tells him she's like you know you're black right and he's like he's like what <laughs> does dad know <laughs> i'm never gonna get alone oh he's God, like it's so but like funny. but that stuff is like people are so afraid to make jokes like that now but i'm yeah. like that was a black dude making that yeah. joke. Like sometimes it's okay if it's in context yeah. of it. Like that's He's funny. A funny guy. Yeah. He's freaking hilarious. Richard Pryor. Top, top, one of the top comedians the of yeah. all times. Yeah. People will not even go without saying his name. Sometimes. Him and Chappelle are probably the greatest black mm-hmm. comedians of all time. They're probably two of the greatest like top five comedians of all time, mm-hmm. or top probably top five ten mm-hmm. of all time. Like, I'll tell you, Kevin Hart cracks me up. Yeah, I like him sometimes. Shit. He had some funny shit. There was one thing that he I, had where he was talking about it was his first comeback show and he was like like i don't know he was like talking from his heart and he was like i just hope everyone knows that like the energy i'm feeling right now you know that i hope everyone you get to involve this and he's he's a real cool guy he has a lot of energy yeah i don't know i'm trying to think i watched even i don't know i love the classics i watched fast and the furious the first one the other day yeah it's just great movie classic they were just like, stealing so tvs good. or some so shit good. yeah um, I love any good old movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love uh, I, Mel Brooks. What we were talking about uh-huh, with Blazing Saddles, yep. like Young Frankenstein, yeah, History Young of the World Part One. So funny. Yeah. That's one people need if you haven't seen it too. Bro, putting on the Ritz. Yeah, they're doing the dance. Ritz. <laughs> 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 Fucking Frankenstein, bro. There's a. I have seen you, a couple good movies. I'm sorry. Have you? I'm sorry. Have you watched uh, History of the World Part One? I would need to go back. That's my. It's so funny because they make fun of history. They're like, in the beginning, there was, uh, you know, apes and they evolved to humans. And it shows like, it's like, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and it shows apes like 
in shadows like rising up like praising the earth and then like and then they were humans and they start jacking off <laughs> i was like oh my god i was like that is such like raw humor like people yeah. get that yeah. that's like well, i said the hangover early Ooh, and yeah like the yeah. hangover i will rewatch that and it's kind of funny watching it now because we've gotten a little yeah. bit past that oh and yeah the part that's the part where the monkey's jerking off on the on the their way to yeah and, and then people laughing. yeah it was <laughs> full like, circle dude yeah funny. yeah <laughs> so um let me think the two newest movies i got introduced to by my girlfriend that i really love um woody harrelson and uh i, I feel so oh, woody bad. harrelson and what's his it's the is it wesley snipes no oh, it's, it's like the one can't jump. why am i mixing no but that was a good one the remake is, is it the one with kevin hart it's the one where they're playing cowboys, the cowboy way. If you haven't I've seen it, I've never watched that watched yet. It. I've it heard about it. It will be one of your Solid, favorites. Yeah. It's freaking funny, and it's old. It's old school. So it's yeah, old. I knew it's like '90s, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, another one, Joe Pesci. Ooh. And I wasn't really big Joe Pesci fan, but I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, Gone Fishing with him. Gone and Fishing, bro. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that movie had me rolling. That I movie's watch funny, it. dude. I watch it all the time. It's funny. And I was like, that's one I put on when it's I don't a, got nothing. What do they call it? Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like, like people probably don't like this. I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's funny. I think his character, Donald Glover's character's name is Gus or no. And yeah, they're, one of them is Gus. Yeah, yeah. He's pushing his boat and they're like, they already lost the car. They already lost everything. Old and dudes, man. Like, that's funny. Like, hey man. He's like, man, Gus, it, it could be a lot worse still. It could be a lot worse. This, this this thing couldn't have wheels, Gus. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're right, you're right. <laughs> it's just like so funny. Do you remember um, Grumpy Old Men? Yes, I yeah. just Macy got me on that. Yeah, and the second one's funny. Oh, they're both hilarious. Yeah, so good. Ristorante. So good. Ristorante. They don't make them like that. Those. I'm so oh. glad I got exposed those late in life. I never seen them young. Oh really? So See, funny. I watched them when I was young, yeah, and they were funny, dude. Them. I thought yeah. they were like. I remember him getting like he he just he. In the first so one, he's sleeping funny. on the couch, and he pulls out a sandwich, and it's nasty, and the guy's like, you want some? <laughs> he takes a bite of it. I remember as a kid, I was so just like, what the funny. fuck? You can't do that? Like, it's like that. They don't make them like that funny no more either. No. Um, I think I heard, too, which is crazy because I cuss like a motherfucker, mm-hmm. but, like, they rely on cussing a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, but it's is like that true? Differently. Like, but, it, but I was like, is that true? And then you hear some of it, and you're like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe some of yeah. it. But. I think people just cuss now openly. Yeah. Like it's. Let, let's jump back into our generation. This will be my final favorite yeah. movie. Yeah. Super bad. Well, I super bad to find us, bud. I love super bad to find us. Bad. You can watch that anytime now. It is still I, the I, funniest I, movie. I would put that with Step Brothers. Yes. You can watch them yes. ever, whenever. But super bad. I haven't watched oh in forever. I can still it. quote it. Just no, I can quote it. the so whole funny. movie. It's so funny. I, the randomest quote I ever have yeah. is every time I'm. Somebody Could does something just... without me, I'm, I'll be like, you know, make me eat by myself like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg. <laughs> and I'll be like, and then they, I have to explain oh it. God, and they're like, what so the funny. fuck? It's so funny. That movie. And I think it's cool because Seth Rogen and them wrote those characters off them in high school. Yeah. They're just too old to play themselves. S- Seth Rogen also talks about how like mm-hmm. those, the, he used to think the more minute you got with the details, mm-hmm. the more people would hate it. But actually, yeah. people love it, it was because so it's so funny and it holds up. It's so. I funny. think I got Merlot on my pants. Yeah, I did not. It doesn't look yeah. like Merlot. Yeah, fuck me, right? It's so funny, so ahead of its time, even for being a late movie. Like it's yes. like you watch it. I remember watching it as a kid and being like, "This is hysterical." Yeah. Now it's like even funnier watching it as an adult because it's like 
yeah, they made it when they were. He wrote it in high school, made it when he was an adult. Yeah, and it's like, thank God. <laughs> like, yeah, it's dude. So funny. It's an institution for everybody our age. Like yeah. we thought it was like the funniest shit. Yeah. It was perfect for kind of us because we were going into high school. Yeah. So you're like, oh, it's, it's kind of so like, good. And then it's perfect for kids in high school, and then it's perfect for college kids because they're like, yeah. oh yeah, that's how it was. So that whole generational gap of ten to twenty years was so like perfect. Fucking good. And um, Pineapple Express is pretty funny. I used to hate Pineapple Express. Yeah. I thought that was so dumb. I, I was, never watched it. I watched. I've it. never I was watched like, it. It's so dumb. I thought, but it was funny. Damn I see the lizard. He's going for that lizard. Yeah, <laughs> he probably is, dude. They. Oh shit. Yeah. Digging. Where's the kid at? Yeah. <laughs> Damn chicken though. Get him, Duke. Hey, cockadoo. No, no, no. Lay down. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> Don't tempt old Duke. Yeah, dude. Duke won't go, in, but we say that, he'll go, man. Nice. Yeah, um, that's what I can end on super bad, but we can keep going. I definitely I just want to ask, because my like go-to movies that I could watch every day, all day, is Goodfellas uh-huh. and Casino. I need to go back, because Casino, something about Casino made me want to watch it. I heard that the Goodfellas... And I've heard it wasn't because I got all research. I'd never seen Casino, yeah. but supposedly they they're intertwined. Like no, because well in Casino, well, Scorsese. What they say is in Casino, Joe Pesci always talks about sending money back to the family, sending back. He's like, right, back but to they the did guys. that for every. Yeah, mafia. and that's what that, yeah. that's what they said. But people yeah. were starting to be like, oh, I don't think so. Later, they moved away. and yeah. then they went and made a casino. Bro, Casino is so. I don't know. Goodfellas is a masterpiece. Uh-huh. Like it is, I could watch every. You've seen to, it a bunch, yeah, right? I've seen it like a handful <clears throat> of times, but yeah, I've watched it probably over a hundred times. Nice. It's like Ray Liotta is perfect. You know, yeah, he yells he at really his wife all the time. Joe Pesci is like a good. He's so quiet and calm, and then he erupts mm-hmm. like every time. Same as Casino. Mm-hmm. Casino's worse. He's probably worse than that. Yeah. And De Niro is De Niro. Yeah. I'll. Ne- De Niro is one of my top three actors of all time yeah oh my last one i wanted to bring up to you i say that we'll probably bring up more <laughs> yeah it's going Th- in <laughs> there will be blood yep i drink your milkshake yeah, that one goes hard i drink it up i it's daniel so day lewis it's so up. fucked up but it's so good mm-hmm. like, any yeah uh, any daniel day lewis you're gonna hit a win yeah what's the other ones last mohicans mm-hmm. solid um he had another one. Oh, Gangster, Gangs of New York. Yeah, that was the one that hit me really hard young. I remember being like 13 be like, Gangs of New York's my favorite movie. <laughs> I don't even know what it's about, but I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's badass. Dead it's rabbits. so de- It's really deep. Dead like, rabbits. He's like, I'm going to teach you to speak English with this fucking knife. <laughs> it's like so bad. <laughs> yeah. We're kids watching this shit. We're like, like, we sh- that's like the thing I want. Cool. I want my yeah. <laughs> I want my kids to watch movies like that, but I'm like, what's what's the right time to show them all this stuff? I don't know, man. Oh, it's getting pretty old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One day, uh, my, my grandma showed me. You ever heard of the birds? No, but that freaked a lot of people out. <laughs> it freaked me out. I watched it when I was like six years old. My Everyone's grandma showed scared. me people getting their eyes There's pecked out. People still and shit. afraid of birds. Yes, <laughs> like I don't fuck with birds. Yes. Um, getting on the old schools like that. I watched Scarface not too long ago. I've never seen and it. And you always hear Scarface. I was told at a young age that it was the best movie ever made, and it really is kind of. One Vince of those always movies. says that. He really, man. I watched it on an analytical level, like where I was watching it, and even the beginning. You know, he's like the world. The, you know, not that's not the quote, but it starts with a panning of his face, uh-huh. Al Pacino's face, and he's in a courtroom. And the reason of that is it's setting the tone because the, the movie revolves around him. Right. And that's like, I was like, okay, I'm getting into this now. And yeah, you watch it, and I'm like, what was this supposed to tell people? Like, what? 
this violent. But the thing that's funny is that there's no violence on the screen. You no. always see the blood. You always see yeah. it. And that's what it was the first time where they were able to really. And I think that, I don't know if it was, I think it was R, but it didn't have to have an X rating or something because they were able to pull it off. Right. And it was like a cultural phenomenon because that stuff was going on. Yeah. And people didn't know nothing about it. But yeah, it's a really powerful movie when you watch it. Like besides like the gun, like you know, like being young and thinking like it's so crazy. Yeah. But it's really good. And yeah, his Al Pacino playing Scarface. It was almost after I watched that, I was like, man, he is he's Scarface. I was like, yeah. Oh, gosh dang. Pacino's another one up yeah. there. He's solid. And then uh, was and there was one other one I watched. Oh, the good one to watch at our age, uh, Raging Bull. And yeah, Ooh. That was, yeah, that's a the first actor to yeah. ever pull that shit off. He yeah. was the one to gain Robert weight and lose weight. Yeah. And yeah, watching that movie, it was cool because I it, I heard it was written about a po- poems. A boxer would write poems, and that's why oh. it's kind of a, a viscerally movie. It's surreal. Yeah, but when you watch it, it's I think it has a lot to do with anger management. And I like see. Yeah, that's where anger. I look at it as. Yeah, and it was really cool watching it because you're just watching this man. And it's just a really cool movie. Like, I was like, it's really cool because I watched it late in 30, and it's really relatable. Like, yeah. it's actually really relatable. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I see why that movie is so do, good. Do you notice, this is kind of off topic, um, anger management. Do you notice that becomes a problem with, like, a lot of kids, like, that we grew up with? Because I, I have that problem. Rage I'll quit. admit that. Video games are bad for that. Like I don't think it's that, Well, though. it's not that, but I bring that up because it's one of those things, like, it's funny how... You know, at the Boys and Girls Club, they have stuff like that where we do video games and stuff. Okay. And, yeah, it's crazy when I'm sitting there and watch a kid. They get so mad. Yeah. Like, and it's like, yeah, I remember being like that. I remember breaking controllers. Yeah. And just being that rage. And it's like, that's like, that's precursors to yeah. being able to not control yourself. And that's what's really hard. They, they start preaching that now with video games. And it's cool because that's what's cool. Our, our generation is like... Now we're learning not to rage quit. Yeah. And we're learning, like, when you act like that, you got to get it right now. Yeah. And it's like, that's what, we didn't have that growing up. But but see, I, I look at it as, you know, I didn't, I didn't rage quit a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of did, I guess. I get pissed off. I never broke controllers, yeah, but I'd be pissed off, different. you know. But uh, pissed off. And when I get older, though, mm-hmm. I get very violent. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, God, fucking Easy, dude. dude. But, I, and you know, I don't know about you. My, you've met Eddie Lake. He gets mm-hmm. a little pissed off sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, as a young 20 year old, I was like, I'm not going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Then you get older and life hits. Yeah. And you're like, well, fuck, this is what I know. Boil. This is how I do. And you learn that's the wrong way to handle yeah. shit. But what, I wonder if everybody has that or if mm-hmm. the kids that had, um, Everyone. I don't want to call him. I love my dad. My dad mm-hmm. is my, my rock. You know, he's helped me through so much shit. Mm-hmm. But he has a temper. I wonder if I got that from him or if everybody has this bit of a temper at our at our ages. I think everyone does. It just is on different levels. Because like, it could be self-debauchery. It could be mm-hmm. something where you're taking it out on the people around you. It could be something mm-hmm. that you're being triggered. It could be something. It could be anything. Because you always seem like the most yeah. stoic person yeah, I know. Yeah, but you man, can... I have my moments. I have a yeah. I have a boil-over factor, and my boil-over factor is something that you have to, you know, what we're doing right now is the best thing you can do, talking about it. And that's like a conversation yeah. not everyone can have. Right. And, you know, you'll get it really quick when you try to have the conversation, who's ready and who's not. That's why I think maybe I said that about 
I told you earlier, I was like, this is really good for me. I really like this. Maybe mm-hmm. it is that, that yeah. getting the conversation me, out. I've noticed reading helps me. I love reading and I, I used to struggle reading my com- my comprehension of, I was a good reader, but it sucks when your reading comprehension is not good. Cause I would love to read. I would read, 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 read. And then I'd be like, well, Gus, what did you just learn? I'd be like, I'd my it would be completely different than what was being told. And then I would get mad because I'm like, maybe I'm just understanding it weird. And it's like, no, you're, you comprehend things differently. And it's cause it, you maybe you're however you're wired and it doesn't, you know, it can come from your parents, but you know, it's just however everyone's wiring is. And if you're at the point where you're wondering, that's where you should be. You should be not at the point where you're just letting it take you still. And you're blaming things. Like, Do you find it when you read stuff that you're like, I remember the major, like the important points. Yeah, I don't remember the little details. My mind, my mind tends to want to, like, like really, just make something. It's creativity. Like I read something, it gets my mind thinking, like points and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So my comprehension, like I have a hard time reading something, and then I have different views on how it is when it's like, no, it's pretty plain and simple if you just comprehend it correctly. But then again. Everyone, you know, you can read something and maybe it makes you feel a certain way. Maybe it doesn't. But as a kid, you know, it really sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really it's hard because you're trying to actually do yeah. it for school. So yeah. you're like, oh. It really sucks. But that's what I mean. I think we're living a good generation, like doing things like talking and stuff yeah. like that really helps. We have a big thing at the Boys and Girls Club all about that, just learning how to, you know, talk your talk out if you're feeling some way. Yeah. And stuff like that. And, yeah, that's things that I didn't get as a kid. I got, you know, I don't even figure it out as a kid. Yeah, you weren't told that. I didn't know. That conversation was never had, never was even. I can't blame those people or anyone about that because it is what it It was how it was. It's like, yeah. And yeah, being a a boy, you know, it's hard. Yeah. And that's what I think. I'm a man. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's how it is. But it is okay. Like we live in a good time for that stuff. Like this is a good time. It always, people have tried to have those conversations. I can. And usually when you're trying to, you usually progress a little bit Yeah. or find some, something like me. I go to the library now and I'll just go sit at the library because it's like, it's just cool. It's calm. It's nice. And yeah. Like what I do skating, I do a lot of, you know, there's a lot of not so nice, calm things in skateboarding. And that's like, yeah, it's just is. And I like that. I'm pretty, I like ag- aggressively skating. I have a very aggressive like style, you could say. Yeah. And you know, I like that part of it. I like the danger. I like the master of disaster. You know, I like yes. that stuff. Hell like, yeah. Rock and roll. You know, but that it's like you know, it's hard when you're trying to manage it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gus, this has been the best, man. Man, you the best. This, well, Eric, I want I want to see. Would you mind playing us a song? On your the old guitar. Yeah, dog. I can get one out. Okay. I can set my mics up. Yeah, we'll play it and stuff. Get that. I'll try. Yeah. You I'll guys try, try. I'm gonna keep it recording. I'll I'll pause all this shit, but you keep it going, I'll keep a mic so you can hear it, you know, in your in your headphones and stuff. So Tune her up really quick.
Yeah. Modern technology. Yeah, modern technology. Love it. I'm gonna try. I can play an original too. That would kind of be good on anger management. I wrote a song really from the heart when I was really, really feeling bad one day. between a piano and a tuna. What? You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. <laughs> Always tune up, don't tune down. was sick dude i kind of messed it up but that was sick no that was fucking cool dude dude that was like a legit song that was fucking cool i was jamming out over here you didn't see me i was i was rocking out i messed up the lyrics a little bit but i'll keep that one that's okay brother it was good dude should i do green river yeah give me give me one more i'll i'll listen to it all day take me back down with a cool water flow 
all the things that I love Oh, stopping at the log with a catfish biting I'm walking along a river road And I got them barefoot girls Dancing in the moonlight Eddie'd like this part I can hear the bullfrog calling me We can stop, see my whole rose hanging from a tree How I love to dip my feet with down in shallow water Shoot fly dragon fly get back to mother Gonna pick up a flat rock Skip it across the green river Cody's camp is where I spend my day With the black car riders and cross-tie walkers I said, old oh, Cody Jr., he took me over Told me that I'll find the world is smoldering When I get lost, won't you come back home To Green River Yes. Um, yes. I do running down a dream. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. It was a beautiful day. The sky beat down. I had the radio on. I was driving. The tree blew by. Me and Del were singing. A little runaway. And I was flying. And I'm running. so good like anything was possible I hit cruise control to rub my eyes last three days the rain was unstoppable it was always cold no sunshine Something good waiting down this road. You know, I'm picking up whatever's mine, and I'm running down a dream. Woo, that was never heard, never ever. And rollers. That's the taste. You gotta show up to Porch Fest next. <laughs> Dude, I gotta, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come.
I'm gonna come, dude. I've been practicing. After that, man, that was amazing. Oh no, dude! You were crushing it. I'm gonna post that if you don't mind. Yeah, that was that was. I at least got the last. I should have recorded all of them. That was so good, though. Got it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Shit, man. We ain't supposed to chill on the back porch all night. Yeah. Oh, we about to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, man. I can't thank you enough for coming out, thank doing you, your thing. We're gonna do this again for sure. I really hope soon. So this man right here, tune in. Thank you, Ben. Like, seriously, dude, you do a lot. You, you, you spread the love. Thank you for having me. I thought you'd never ask, but I knew you would. Oh, this ain't <laughs> this ain't the first. This is the first, but it won't be the last, Amen. okay? So thank you so much, brother. Everybody listening, please be sure. I really hope you enjoyed this one. This was my favorite, probably. Uh, like, subscribe, share. Do everything you want, okay? Uh, we'll see you all next time. Keem? <laughs>